0: Ladies and gentlemen welcome welcome to the co-optional podcast it is the 10th of january 2017
1: yes that is correct it sure
2: is sure you know is shooting
0: end. yep mm-hmm. that, that, that's totally a thing that is isn't now. this
2: friday this friday is gonna be friday the 13th right what yes yeah
0: i'm pretty sure
1: <laughs> uh, It'd be awkward if it wasn't. It is.
2: It will. Yes, it will. I just double-checked.
0: Any specific (laughs) plans for that special day?
2: Uh, I'm gonna uh, (laughs) go under every single ladder I can find, squeeze my black cat, you know, the usual.
0: Okay. You
1: know know what they say, squeeze your black cat, won't get Squeeze your black
2: cat, stand under a ladder, and you won't get madder. Yeah. Break a Uh mirror. And in the rear. joy will be
0: here. What? Oh, no, not well, <laughs> now,
2: what?
0: I'm not sure that's the traditional. I guess
1: it has to do with what you're It could both be synonymous. It's about how you were raised, really.
0: No, yeah. Nothing, nothing sure. to say that couldn't happen, but I'm not sure it's a common occurrence.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought the dis- traditional ways to hunt down and murder several
0: teenagers at a holiday camp. I believe Some that camp. that is uh, that camp. is the cultural. Ex- <laughs> that's the culturally accepted form of activity S- yes
2: thing to do on friday the 13th yeah
0: yeah that is the thing to do no doubt don't do that but <laughs> no Someone oh my to kill those kids it's true they
1: could kill themselves
0: i mean they they, c- they could i mean but... they could welcome to the corruption we podcast uh, we occasionally talk about video games and we don't mind if there aren't so many viewers today because awesome games done quick is currently on so it's we true. we uh, yield the floor lovely. will the gentleman yield uh, the answer no, is he will sure.
2: not. no, he will not.
0: In this case, he might. <laughs> Maybe. Um, well, what game are they currently doing? Um, let's no, just go watch right? it ourselves. Or... I, I almost yeah. thought it was well, I we'll was
2: lost... a podcast where we're going to live cast the entire. Yeah. Oh, awesome
1: my God. <laughs> we should. We should just do that. that we could. We
0: it wouldn't be too tricky. It... <laughs> oh, the, actually, fuck. I, I actually don't want to be here now because they're in System Shock 2. So I actually <gasps> don't want to watch that. Shut, shut it I down. I guess I'll watch the VODs.
1: Yeah, shut it down.
0: System Shock 2 is it's a very interesting choice for a speedrun.
1: It's also an amazing game.
0: Yes, it's a horrifying game. Good god.
1: People were asking
2: whether or not somebody was going to attempt, ever, a uh, Last Guardian speedrun. <laughs> which I think would be actually impossible. <laughs>
3: Well, there's an achievement to beat it after five out in under five hours
2: right there's an achievement yeah. to uh you know beat it
3: without falling At- into a mild coma yeah it's- <laughs> <laughs> to,
2: uh, actually ask tariko to do things and have him do it on the first try achievement <laughs> <It's->
0: <laughs> uh, that's mostly Tirico! down to whether he feels like it as opposed Tirico! to anything else oh, oh my I'm
1: so- i was so disappointed in that game so- no yeah. you can't be disappointed in tariko
2: Get out of here! He, like, disap- uh, he could be disappointed in the game and
1: still LBJ, appreciate LBJ, get out of here! Yeah, get
2: just- out of here! It just,
3: take- it just takes everything to go. It's just boring. No, I mean, it's, not no, just, no. it's a step back from Shadow Colossus. I thought it was going to be a step up from that, but all it is is Ico 2 with a oh, kid no. who can't stand up for five seconds.
2: Ah... Oh. See, I for me, I thought that the controls were garbage, but you know, it's an ICO game, so I kind of expected that. They
1: always are, yeah. every
2: every time I tried to focus the camera on something, and then the camera would be controlled by some unknown force and look in a completely different direction. I was like, thanks, ICO, yeah. that's helpful. I love that.
3: Yeah, go from standing next to a wall because was
2: but i i i really i loved like the story and i thought that watching tariko was fascinating like it's obvious that they spent maybe too much time making tariko a believable animal
1: <laughs> so oh, and i also go. sobbed at the end
3: oh, i've finished it yet i'm still trying to get through everything
1: it. turns out great
3: oh that's good
1: <laughs> everything turns out great
3: i, yeah, I, I th- cry at everything totally doesn't so die. take
1: take
2: me saying i sobbed with a grain of salt everything but I, turns out great i sobbed
3: were you cutting onions at the time
2: yeah i was oh my god guys (laughs) side note if you uh have a problem with chopping onions just in your normal life (laughs) if you cook a lot and you're like man every time i chop onions my eyes burn and i sob um last night i tried a thing and don't photoshop this into something weird but i tried a thing where when you're chopping onions you can open your mouth and stick your tongue out and it helps. It fucking works. Blew my mind.
1: I need all fan art directed at this podcast to be images <laughs> of Dodger licking onions.
2: No, <laughs> no, it's it's even like dumber looking than that because it's like I'm chopping the onion, right? But while I'm chopping it, I'm going,
1: "Oh, you're like Michael Jordan when he tries to get like a basket."
2: Yeah, it looks like a really dumb Eric focus Jordan face. Always
1: has his tongue out, like mm. that's like you. You're like the Michael Jordan <laughs> of chopping onions. Yeah. And- I yeah, I work. am. Yeah, <laughs> I believe
0: I can fly. Woo! Oh, oh God, that's you. <laughs> just, just as a side note, incidentally, kind of a, a jumping back to Awesome Games Done Quick for a second. If you want, you can go to chrono.gg/tv right now and get System Shock 2 Enhanced, which is what they're playing right now for oh, four dollars, and all the proceeds go to the try again the Prevent Cancer Foundation for Awesome Games Done Quick. So if you want to go do that. And scare the living shit out of yourself because that game is terrifying but also fantastic. Then head over to chrono.gg/slash TV and you can go do it. Lovely. Oh also, apparently, the awesome games done quick stream just crashed. Oops. Nothing to do with me. Head
2: on over to twitch.tv/slash total biscuit for all of your speed running.
0: Yeah, we didn't, we didn't shut that shit down. Indeed. Thanks I heard X before that up. they we... actually got, um. they were doing Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. Or, which jesse th- this right Dharma sire of might and magic is your kind of game have you have you played it <coughs> no okay uh it's a suggestion yes, and i would let me just put it this way i would watch you do a let's play of this game very happily for a multitude of reasons one i've never even heard of this so basically it's the game that Arkane made before they made dishonored oh okay and okay. a lot of the ideas that you see I in that they game uh, they did not actually oh. as it turns out i i don't know if you're trying to troll me here because like it, it was is dishonor was Dishonored better than the other thief is that why is that why you said that no uh, no no not not that's not oh nope 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 they didn't they did not um, um so dark messiah
1: is an ubisoft game Uh, It was
0: published by Ubisoft, yes. uh, The arcane used to be under Ubisoft's banner. Uh, It probably explains why it was broke as fuck on release. Like, really, really bad on release. It's much better now. But a lot of the ideas that are in Dishonored came from Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. But in many ways, Dark Messiah does a lot of them better. It's got a big focus on melee combat to the point where it's got a fully functional melee system Uh, where you can stab different parts of the body and they'll actually react to it. Uh, The AI, like, well, if they're losing a fight, they will, like, give up, drop their weapon and try and get away and limp away and shit. And it's all physics-based, and you can... The best thing in that entire game there's a kick button. And that means you can kick people off of ledges, into the water, into spikes, frequently into spikes, into traps, into fire... And, of course, since you also have magic, you can make that shit, including an ice patch on the floor. So guess what happens when you kick them onto an ice patch on the floor? Whee! Into whatever you want. Oh.
1: Is it viable to create a character named Kick Puncher, and all you do is kick?
0: Yeah, all totally. you do is
1: kick the entire game.
0: Totally. Absolutely. You can do it. You can absolutely do it. And the story is ridiculous. The voice acting is ridiculous. And... For the most of the game, you are accompanied by a titty succubus, who's in your oh, head. Great, Just I'm sounds in.
1: like an well actual messy me. game. Well, they've got it's, me.
0: It is a it is a you <laughs> game. Sure a titty succubus. That's in amazing. every way, you you will. I think you will enjoy it a lot. You should probably well, probably get it. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. And if you're still into doing 300 references, that's the game for you.
0: It really <laughs> is. Like every five seconds, <laughs> Spartans, let's give them something to drink. Boot. <laughs> As over and, and over
3: again. Turning to Brian Blessed there.
0: Ah, <laughs> well, I, that, that's my. I can't do a uh, good Gerard Butler, is, is, but I can do a good Brian Blessed. <laughs> that was either like Brian Blessed or Admiral Axbar. <laughs> it's prepare the pre wings for attack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which of that it is, but you know, it's, it's a combo <laughs> of both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, proper yeah. Death Star.
2: All of this sounds like Gerard Butler to me. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Pretty
0: much. Could have very well been all of those things.
2: Oh my god, wait. Speaking of titties, Jesse, (laughs) did you wind up playing The Void? Have you played The Void yet?
0: Oh shit, that's a blast from the past.
2: No, 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 no. It's a a newer game.
0: That's still a blast. If it's the one that I think it is, The Void, right? With the, it has a naked woman in it a lot, and... There's some painting involved in it, and also you're in a weird world. And what the fuck's going on? That's The Void, right? Yeah? Yeah. That's I haven't you...
2: played it yet.
0: Yeah, that's about uh, six years old. What year did it come out? Uh, I thought, let me, let I thought find out for it you.
2: just came out. Nope.
0: Not if it's the same Void that I'm thinking of. Jesse, are
2: you listening? Are you here? I'm sorry. No, as... As you brought this, I, I up, need your help. You know, this he is a re-release. So many questions. This oh is my a- god!
1: No, no. As, as you brought this up, I just got bombarded with the funniest shit that ever existed. Um, so it, for CoxCon 2016, um, we made a temp website, right? And on this temp website, we created temp panels. And one of the temp panels we created was equal opportunities in the workplace, and it was myself, TB, and Krendor. As the as the hosts, sure, just this like fake thing. It is now on a bunch of different websites as like white men telling people what's equal opportunity. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not even joking. Is that that is, they took so it serious. Funny. Oh, yes. My God. Yes. I just. Oh fuck me! Is that awesome? And people, the comments are like, what do these people know? Oh, this is so disgusting. Why? Oh, this is gross.
0: Oh, come on, you gotta you got give me the link to this website yes. so we can publicly into it mock harder. Yes, we need Definitely to check into comments. it
2: harder. Come we on, to we gotta mock
0: really. them. If they won't give you the benefit of the doubt, we ain't giving them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, here's yeah.
1: the best part, because-
0: Do make because sure it's it, not a parody site, though. Do make sure they're not actually being satirical. No, I'm
1: on, I'm on Reddit right now looking at the, uh, the best part is some guy- I, I don't know how it doesn't click this is a temp website because some guy literally wrote, um, Every session has the exact same text, it seems. Falling <laughs> <laughs> one of Jesse's strong points, I guess. This
0: going not real! It's give me to link. Really. Come on, give me the link, I gotta mock this. Incidentally, as you're Holy getting me that link, uh, Dodger were both right. Uh, so this is, uh, it was off Steam for a while, for some reason. They re-released oh. it on Steam and added some stuff to it. Uh, the original game came out in 2009, so I was one Whoa. year off. Um, okay. Yeah, I do remember this. Th- that, this game is, is very weird. Uh, I it's interesting that you're, I assume you're playing it now. Like, have you had a chance to play um, it?
2: I haven't started playing it. What okay? So, the only reason that I brought it up is because a few days ago I went to Jesse and I was like, I really want to play like a weird game. Do you have a suggestion for a weird game? And he said, Somebody literally just suggested to me that I play a game called The Void. Uh
0: huh.
1: I played that as well. I played that as well. You did yeah. actually play it i did play it well if you
0: want a weird game getting one from ice pick is a good idea like those are the guys (laughs) that made pathologic they also made cargo the quest for gravity which was mostly weird small naked people and boats that's roughly what this game is well i wound up
2: i i didn't play it because i was looking for a game to play on stream and Mm -hmm. it's not that they Uh, don't let you play games with nudity but like if it seems like it's nudity for no reason, there's a possibility that they'll shut well,
1: you down. So I was just—you're like, running just not a risk. Out. I <laughs> will say that there wasn't. I played about two hours of it, and I didn't see one nip at all. So I don't know why the screenshots are there. If I want you to buy the bloody thing, that's why. The screenshots, yeah, feature, but <laughs> I don't. It's a weird. It's a very weird game. It please. is, yes. You are dead, but. You're in a world of, like, the afterworld is that of color. Yes. But it's all gray, and your job is to bring back color. And there are brothers and sisters, and the sisters are trying to help you, and the brothers are trying to stop you. And you are growing trees of color, which is really what 90% of the game is, which is growing and planting color trees, collecting the color and keeping yourself alive while managing a um, – like a meter that slowly decreases over time it is it is a game that i think is really interesting the concepts in it are cool i do not know how you would stream that game and make it watchable like
0: with great difficulty
1: yeah
2: why uh why do all of the reviews for this game say that it's like obscenely hard what about this because
1: it is it is, it is not only a time management game so you are trying to hunt down things. So you're like looking for certain things in levels. Also trying to manage these trees that you're planting that that are like, that That tree is um, a green color tree. And that's a yellow color tree. And that's a blue color tree. Meanwhile, you need to suck up different colors because they go in your different organs that you then use to produce things. And then there are enemies that are trying to attack you but you end up wasting your color defending yourself. So you have to go get more color Meanwhile, there is, like, a bar that slowly decreases with the amount of, like, overall color you have. So you have to keep, like, farming and planting and do So it's a lot of, um... This sounds like tedious as fuck. That's what the reviews say. I honestly... I I firmly believe them, because the reviews all say that. Like, it is... This is a game that you have to just, like, keep going. It's supposed to be hard. It's
0: It's survival. I mean, uh, so was Pathologic, to some degree. A lot of the... Hmm. Ideas that popped up in Pathologic, we ended up seeing in early access survival games. I mean, a a lot of that's where a lot of these mechanics came from. This company is considered like pretty innovative, like at the time, as a result of that, because there weren't many games really doing what Pathologic was doing. And yeah, they've made some weird shit. Uh, I I know Void is one of them because I played it years ago and it's like, this is beautiful. Like, it's a gorgeous game, especially considering like in, in 2009, like there was no game that looked this good.
1: Right. it was it was right.
0: just fucking gorgeous but it, yeah it is a challenging <laughs> game and it's very strange it's definitely a unique experience i don't know if it's much of a game to stream i'm gonna it's, be honest it's
1: not. i was i i decided to play it uh for fan friday and i couldn't like two hours in i was like there's no way this would make a fan friday episode i like literally had to stop i was like i there's nothing here that i'd be like no. damn that was really fun you'd have to edit the shit out of more. it yeah yeah um right source of life in chat's right your health mana travel cost and time limit all come from the same bar yes so you're literally like constantly struggling against time but also enemies that are trying to kill you you have to refill so you have to keep planting it is an insane like management game to the <clears> next <throat> level and then wrapped in a very weird bizarre storyline that's like the brothers are coming you're yeah, th- the guys. brothers
0: and the sisters the brothers are these like giant grotesque things but you can be friendly with them if you do right. certain things right otherwise you end up fighting them as bosses like are the sisters trying to help yeah. you or hinder you it's it's very very odd it, it, what gets me is that 20 minutes into co-optional we're talking about the fucking void in 2017 that's as <laughs> so we start off with system shock 2 the last guardian dark messiah and the void there's yep. a fucking list and a half
2: welcome welcome <laughs>
3: this is
0: people. We're, we're trying to prove that we're cool, apparently. Uh, mm, yeah. Larry, by the way, needs no fucking introductions, Bill. Why don't you introduce the guests? Who the fuck does know Larry Bundy Jr., a.k.a. Mr. Guru Larry is?
1: LBJ? Hello. You don't know LBJ? B-
0: biggest biggest journalist <laughs> for games on YouTube, finder of facts that cannot otherwise be found.
3: Oh, you're found, you've, you've heard about me. As
0: en- en- enemy Six. of those that would publicize Driver 3 and various things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that fucking scam from back in the day. I had no idea it went as far as it did. It was. Bez-
3: it is quite shocking. Yeah. I mean, I think it's all, even more so how they buried it, really.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I think, honestly, if they hadn't managed to do that, we'd be, when we talk about something like No Man's Sky, we'd be bringing up, because people ask, you know, has there ever been an example of hype getting so high and disappointment being so universal? And that was actually, Larry's fault. yeah was oh, Yeah. Yes, it was Larry. Larry is the reason. It was Driver Larry. 3 is actually an example of that but as you mentioned they sh- they got kind of uh, shoved it under the rug so well that most people don't even remember what happened with that. and I mean that game was literally reviewed on the basis of a demo that and it was literally like a it was a pay for play situation where those two magazines were given an exclusive you know and given a copy of the game as long as they guaranteed a certain score. And then they got on the... a one
3: month exclusive in yeah. return they give it at least nine out of ten.
0: Yep. And the game is fucking broken. Like when it came out on launch, like yeah. it barely worked. And bear in mind this is a console game. Like around, around the time, it's you don't associate older console games with this is totally fucked and crashes and doesn't doesn't work. Yeah. Like that's a fairly recent thing for the most part. This is you know yeah. the era of day one patches. But this was on PlayStation two, so, yeah. And so, Xbox and the original Xbox. And yeah and it came out on PC
3: a little
0: while later as well. Yeah. Oh god, it was it was fucking disastrous. They put so much money back in there Was it Vin Diesel or was it um someone else who was promoting it? Uh
3: Michael madison Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, oh what was it there's another like oh no, I'm thinking of um there was a driving game involving Vin Diesel. It looks Wheel kind Man. of like Wheelman. Wheel Man. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. That that wasn't good either. But well, it... they said
3: that they'd need to sell at least 4 million copies just to break even. That's how much
0: money. In the did. PS2 era, that's bonkers. It,
3: well, uh, S- uh, San Andreas sold 28 million.
0: Well, I mean, I mean that's San Andreas. Uh, anyway. that's, yeah, yeah. So that's right at
3: the end. But yes, yeah, so they only sold uh, just, they'd sold 715,000 in the end. That's why it destroyed them. Atari. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. perhaps, they're gonna, it did.
0: It's, driver did. Kind of, it did manage to revive itself. Driver San Francisco is a game that a lot of, I guess, not a lot of people really either remember it or talk about it anymore. But that was one just, of the best Ubisoft games of the last few years. That one. It's
3: a, good, it's a good game, but it just completely
0: rips off the plot of Life on Mars. It does. Yeah. It, <laughs> I will not say that it was all that original, but playing who's ba- the guy who's basically ghost cop who can possess different car drivers is-, is fucking what? awesome. Gotta, gotta love it no, what have you been fun. playing this week larry what's been going on
3: uh, i've i've actually been playing let it die quite a bit
0: oh ah, my yes. god
2: yes let's yep. talk about let it die yep. all right you and
0: dodge <laughs> have the show for the next hour because you've both been playing the shit out of that oh,
3: no, I
2: just, larry, I've, just,
0: I've been grinding it mostly but...
2: tell me your feelings How, what floor have you gotten to uh, tell me. Well, i've only
3: got up to level 20 at the moment because i've been uh, grinding all the other characters to get up to level 25 <laughs> so i can have them defending my base because i keep getting infected. right so i'll do that but yeah, I'm not, I am not. absolutely love it. It's, it feels like an arcade Dark Souls.
2: It yeah. does. And the aesthetic is so fucking weird, but like commits to it really, really hard and I it mean. winds up being amazing. Um, I've done the same thing, though. I have two level 50s and I think three level 25s. And so every time I get somebody to max, I'm like, okay, now you stay home.
3: <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing that upset me. You know you can rename the characters? Yeah. I want to rename all the characters on uh, *The Walking Dead*, and it wouldn't let me.
2: <gasps> what? Why
3: not? No. Try. Uh. Try a name. Yeah. I was trying to rename the characters. You know, ones that look like different characters, like the the greasy guy. Gonna, I was going to call him. Uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Daryl. Daryl. Yes. It, sure. it won't let me. Oh. Call him and It would not let me call a woman. Uh, Michonne. It let uh-huh. me... Really? Uh, yes. Yeah, he won't let you call him. Is,
0: do you think that's uh, like a Sony enforced thing with that online system, like impersonating celebrity, like copyright issue, or is it just a weird problem with the game?
3: That's weird. I don't know. They're normally pretty open. I mean, I sort of a friend who was an admin on a uh, little big planet when somebody submitted a level, and he said about ninety percent of them were either about Nazis or penises, and the other, <laughs> and the Mario other ten percent Mario- was Sonic, right? <laughs> well, no, Mario Brothers. First Mario. of all, Mario yeah. Brothers. Everybody does that so yeah that's all it was nazis and penises yeah <laughs> go on
0: if you give uh, <laughs> the if there isn't already like a, a law for that like if you give a creation engine to a player the chance of eventual nazi propaganda being produced with it is 100 percent.
3: yeah well it's like i uh, we even see those creator wrestler characters in that 90 they're either hitler or uh chris benoit
0: Ye- uh, yes uh yeah. if i recall correctly xavier Oops. woods was streaming wwe 2k17 and xavier woods being the actual you know wwe wrestler and he comes across um a character i believe called clansman uh who is exactly <laughs> what you would expect um God damn it it's like yep yep <laughs> oh,
3: uh Jesus. i met a guy um, with a gamer tag called shitler once
0: I'm, surpri- I'm very surprised that anyone was able to keep that tag. Yeah. Like, at this shit point. Yes, yeah. I mean, was. you would think uh, at this point they'd probably pick that up within the, the censoring engine and say, "Yeah, you know what? Maybe not." Mm. Apparently not, though. Well that done. Works. Well done it's, to him.
3: I think. Oh, it's, I think it works on a sort of an honor system. <laughs>
0: an honor system online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The most. The most. You know, rock hard system in the whole world. Is the online system
0: oh dear lord
2: (laughs) um the only the only problem that i had with naming my characters was that they didn't give me enough letters man i uh that's
0: all the fucking time in video games it pisses me off because total biscuit doesn't fit in eight characters dr poopy butts
2: no i was gonna name him the sweet son because one of the one of the ladies that you can pick one of the fighter bodies that you can pick that's a woman looks like a mom so we kept calling her mom, and then once I had her stationed at the waiting room, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like mom and her two sweet sons. So then I was trying to name the other two dudes the sweet sons, but it didn't fit. And I was like, well, fuck. <laughs> and then it just that's ruined That's not that everything. many
0: characters, really. That's, huh? what, nine? No, eleven. Eleven, the sweet sons. That, that's not very long.
2: Right?
1: Why didn't no you just-
0: No spices either. If oh, there are two dear. of them
1: and they have sweet sons, why don't you name one sweet one and one sweet two? Jesus Christ, Dodger. <laughs>
2: Because that's not as cute.
3: <laughs> I just and then
2: her. I sent the daughter out. She was my first grade two fighter. And she went out and she was fucking annihilating people. She was my striker girl. I love her so much. And then I got her to max level. And I don't know at what point I get grade three fighters. Do you know, Larry? Level 30. Level 30. Fuck, yeah, that's every, so far
3: away. <laughs> every 10 levels, you can go up. Yeah, because
2: once you hit level 10, um, it starts... it the way that it has you find the main floors with the elevators is really bizarre. Because up until that point, it's kind of straightforward. Um, For anybody who hasn't played the game before, the whole idea is that you're climbing a tower, but it's not like, all right, I'm on floor one, and then I go to floor two, and then I go to floor three. It's like each floor has multiple rooms and they branch and sometimes escalators don't work and elevators don't work and you have to like figure out how to get back to the elevator in order to get to the waiting room and level yourself up. So I've had multiple times where I had like a level three person who was just lost somewhere in these rooms that don't have elevators to get back and you're panicking because you just keep getting higher and higher and higher trying to figure out like, how do I get back so that i can level myself up because i'm gonna die any second now and i have all kinds of good gear on me it's what when you get
3: to an elevator you haven't got the money to pay for it to get back oh always.
2: that hasn't happened to me yet thank oh, okay. god
3: <laughs> well look forward to that happening soon oh god higher <laughs> again it's gonna cost oh, me almost,
2: jesus like, about five thousand
3: um, coins to get to like level 10 at the moment that's something ridiculous
0: but
2: jesus well
3: i just um, watched
0: ben from easy allies suplex a fool in this game and now i want to play it even more
2: you can suplex people in this game. I have yet to successfully suplex a person um, because I don't know. I try to sneak up behind somebody, and then they turn around and they're like, ah! it, never
3: "It never works." It never works.
2: works, yeah. I've seen Sam do it a bunch, so I'm just not sneaky enough. I don't think. I think the...
3: you're best off just running up to and drop kicking them in the right. Well, yeah, yeah. That's how I do it.
2: I mean, once you hit the grade two fighters, they're so much faster. It's just a lot easier to run up to kind of the slower baddies and just kill them in a couple of hits <laughs> than wait for them to come to you. Um, yeah, I love that game. It's obvious that it's made by, it's obvious that people who make Puzzles and Dragons are involved in this game because they, they pick all of the perfect places to be like, no, you don't have to pay money, but you could if you wanted to the game up until this point i think only once has hit a point where it's been like if you want to pay you can but for the most part i haven't i haven't had it push microtransactions on me at all um i think it's
3: been rather generous every time you log in they give you a load of stuff they give
2: you a ton of stuff yeah. yeah if you log in every day it gives you like skulls it gives you money it gives you the sp lithium that you need to upgrade your stuff um, if you are consistently completing quests, it, it keeps giving you all sorts of like. It's yeah, I agree. I think that it's really, really generous. Um, yeah, I, I, I
3: don't honestly don't think you'd ever need to pay a penny for, Mm-mm. unless you get really, really high up in the tower, not... right? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> unless like um, it, I didn't realize for the longest time that you could pay to bring a fighter back with all of their stuff. So like. Um, In the game, you have two different, well, I guess three different forms of currency. You have skulls that you can use to res a person if they die. Um, You have just, like, general kill coins, which is, like, money that you can use to buy gear and whatever else. And then you have SP Lithium, which is, like, I don't know, like, the the essence. Souls or something. Yeah, the souls of other people that you can use to upgrade stuff in your waiting room. Game's weird, guys. But... Um, I thought that when a character died, you had to either just let them be a hater on that floor and then go back and and find them, or you had to use a skull. And then somebody in my chat told me, no, you can actually go back to your waiting room, and if you have enough money, you can just bring them back with all of the stuff they had on them. I was like, are you kidding me? That changed my life, because I had wasted so many skulls just like bringing my collector back because there's a certain fighter type called a collector. And they have way more room for inventory. They have really high luck. So they find like blueprints that are really good and just really great gear all the time. And he died on a really high floor. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) So I brought him back like five times. And people were like, why did you do that? You had plenty of money. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that game is very, very fun.
3: It's one of the best games this year, and it was free.
2: So. It's free. Yeah. It's only on PS4, and I know a lot of people don't have PS4s. Man, it's, oh. it's great.
0: <laughs> it's a shame it's not coming. Uh, I don't think there's a plan to bring it to PC, which is a shame because I, I think, think so it, it would work very well here.
3: Is there a reason why? <laughs> is, 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 has uh, Sony put money into it or something?
0: Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. They may have. Um, it, it would be odd to see a pseudo- Actually, it would not be odd to see... Would it? Wouldn't it? Hang on. Killer is Dead is on PC, isn't it? So that, then that was a pseudo game. But oh. it also was a was terrible the, port. What
3: was that EA one? That sh- was it Shadow of the Damned or something?
0: Shadows of the Damned? Uh, yeah. That never made it to PC, I know that. Although, Shadows of the Damned uh, is a lot better than I, I people said it was at the time. I. The game was one giant penis joke. Let's be honest. <laughs> but... It was still a pretty fucking cool game. I don't, yeah, I don't think anything else other than Killer is Dead made it onto PC. No more heroes. No more (laughs) heroes didn't make it onto PC, but it was multi-format. That because that was originally on Wii, and then they made a new version for PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Sixty, I believe. I think
3: it came out on PlayStation Two as well,
0: didn't it? It might have. I know the the version that they did on the console later was better though, a lot better than the Wii one. Um, and obviously didn't rely on the motion controls. Yeah. Uh, which unfortunately meant that you didn't get to do the jacking off motion with the... Uh, yeah. uh, Fuck. Which What's was, let's be honest, point? one of the best things yeah. about that game. You charge your lightsaber by shaking it like this. Right. Over and over again, which...
1: You know what? Either you are incredibly gifted or that is a big problem. If you're if you're jacking off, is like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> All I'm saying is that's how you did it in the game. I'm not necessarily saying that that's realistic.
1: Yeah. Look,
3: it's, it's either one of the two. You're it's blessed.
0: Probably be game that Dark Side Phil was good at. Ah! <laughs> yeah. yuck, 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 yuck. I, I, I don't think he was even good at that. He? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he
3: was pretty quick, wasn't
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You tell me.
3: We didn't I didn't go as, far as, as far as to
0: investigate that fact.
3: <laughs> oh, I just I just got the gif on loop
2: on my... Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's the background on my desktop. De- yes. our-
0: oh, sorry, what then? <laughs> oh oh my god yeah <laughs> that was i yeah i don't know i don't know if there is a sony involvement in it if there is that would be a shame because that game would i think do really well on pc i mean we saw how well dark souls did plus those kind of free-to-play models work pretty well on pc as well like people are mm. fairly happy with that so i think that that would do that would do gangbusters on steam especially since yeah. it's free
3: it's pseudo 51 antique pc or something then because if he's
0: not so much i think it's it's just down to they're a, they're a japanese dev like that very japanese dev and that usually means pc is definitely not high priority because uh, if they're making it for people in japan basically nobody games on pc outside of like indie dungeon stuff and it's getting a little bigger over there but there are a lot of japanese publishers and developers that are now realizing there's a big market in the west for their games on pc Remember, so we dating all dating Sims,
3: though, isn't it, normally.
0: Uh, yeah, um, well, I mean, there's a market for that. There's a ton of dating mm-hmm. Sims coming on uh, visual novels that seem to be selling relatively well. I yeah, assume but... they are because they keep arriving. <laughs> and, uh,
2: if you fucking mm-hmm. making them.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you remember, a good few years ago, I kind of led a campaign to get Dark Souls onto PC. I uh, made a big video about it, got about a million views and a bunch of support, and there was a petition. And of course, Dark Souls did end up being on PC. <laughs> Um, I do not take any responsibility for the shitbox of a port that it got. You should. <laughs> should. That's that not my fucking fault. You take
1: responsibility. Nothing to exactly. do with That's me. Your it's your fault. You, you rushed them. You it
2: made I did
0: not. It took pressure, them two fucking years. They,
2: just, they slapped all it their that. way through the entire thing.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's your They're fault. completely engaged and you pressured them into an insane release. Hey,
0: yeah. but now you've got Dark Souls 3 on PC, which is a fucking good port, outside of the fact that everything is doubly hard because of the frame rate which is hilarious it's like oh your stuff breaks down twice as fast oh that's an interesting <laughs> problem <laughs> uh but yeah i mean there are, there's a there's a slow shift in the japanese development uh, scene to recognize the western market on pc and develop for it the problem is the long don't know how and I mean did did you get, did you get a chance to play the PC version of Little King's Story?
2: No. not come out man.
0: Oh fuck, it's so terrible. Little uh, King's Story. Yeah, uh, that was a game that came out on Wii quite a long time ago. It's probably arguably the best Wii game. At what? least in the top 5. It's fucking great. Problem is, it didn't run that well. Like and you know, that's that's a bit of a problem. And then they've announced years and years and years later, after doing a Vita port of it, which also ran like shit, by the way, that they'd release well, a version nobody on P- bought a Vita. So. Well, that doesn't help either, <laughs> either. And they said that we're gonna release it on PC. I was like, Oh fuck yes. I mean, even you know, even if it does run badly, at least if you've got a powerhouse of a machine, it won't matter. It mattered. <laughs> it, they they had their regular mode which was 30 FPS and then their experimental 60 frames mode. In the starting area, my PC, which is top of the line, couldn't keep it at 40. And this game looks like it came out 10 years ago, cause it did.
1: Uh,
3: S- what you can get Wii emulators that uh, does everything. Uh, yeah, and-
0: yeah, you could. You'd mode. actually probably have a better job getting the Dolphin emulator and running Little King Story on that uh instead of trying to play the PC version. It's really disappointing, actually uh there was a you remember uh all uh tech mccoy's been really bad for that too they released a bunch of warrior uh dynasty warriors and samurai warrior games on pc Be and so for delighted. the longest time a lot of those ports were garbage but they have got better they have got better at it they uh dragon quest heroes was a pretty decent port mm-hmm. so yeah it's coming along unfortunately it doesn't look like there's any plans to bring it to anything other than ps4 right now uh yeah there's it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. There's no plans to bring it to anything else at the moment, uh, according to the director, which is unfortunate.
3: What was that game they were going to announce a while ago? They said they got hold of a big license and it's going to be part of the Dynasty Warriors and everybody was guessing it's going to be Star Wars, but it wasn't in the
0: end. Was... Ooh, um, uh, that's a good question. question. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, it can't be Gundam because that was, that was a while ago. They've done like three Gundam, yeah, at least three Gundam Because
2: that
0: also yeah. happened a while back i wonder what it would be
2: Hmm. wait aren't they working on wait uh the berserk one isn't berserk is
0: them yes is it yeah and it looks pretty good from what i've seen it
2: looks fucking awesome can't
0: be any worse than the anime Uh... if
2: i just if i get to be guts running around with a big ass sword at least for part of it you know
0: yeah you don't it's not just according to either, them you, gonna, you won't have characters. the same
2: big ass sword for all of it because it overlaps different story arcs but yeah. if at some point i get to hold that sword and just thrash through dudes i'll be so jazzed yeah.
0: according to the chat they think that that was berserk that was that was their big thing <laughs> oh okay would i play a star wars warriors game probably
1: yeah oh my god if you were a jedi and i mean just that that would be the new it it. work
0: right you'd have to be a jedi or a like fucking eighty eighty. Uh,
1: you know what they could easily take it back to like the the star wars old republic shit and make those games you don't even have to be canon you could be like i'm jedi gobbledygook and i just kill a thousand people that should be dope That should be dope
0: and everyone's a jedi fuck
1: it everyone's a jedi
2: no i want to be a robot i want to be a battle robot that's I guess
0: You, you die pretty quick. I mean, you could be a droidiker, I guess. They right, they I didn't die so fast.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, it's Dynasty Warriors. You can make anybody invincible in a
1: Dynasty oh Warriors God. game.
0: True. <laughs> There's
1: a new Dynasty Warriors coming out. I'm so sorry. Man. Why? They're and all the same. A good one as it, well. doesn't, it doesn't yeah. matter. He it, loves Dynasty Warriors, guys. It's my guilty pleasure game. I could literally, they could, make the, they could make nine the exact same game as eight. And I would be like, this is great.
0: Don't worry, because <laughs> they will.
3: No,
1: they change the levels and stuff, and who can play every time? Tapping the square
3: button can you get carpool tunnel?
1: No, no, no! You got it, you got it. Tap square, and then you got to press a triangle or something to get your combo bonus off. Um, right? Please, only square. <laughs> you suck at this. <laughs> GTFO. <laughs>
3: oh my! I think uh, Game of Thrones would work as a good Dynasty Warriors game as well. It would although What's that? Blade Bladestorm just pretend that
0: Bladestorm Blade is basically that, isn't it I like I think Bladestorm was better than any of the other warriors games just in the sense that it made a bit more sense. you weren't this you weren't completely invincible a lot of it was like you were charging as a f- formation and stuff like that and it kind of made a bit more sense. Like you weren't so much a well you were a character, but the way that you often acted was you were as part of a squad and one of your attacks was just like, go dudes in front of me. You know, and just do that shit. It was pretty. Yeah. It was actually pretty fucking cool. It, that game had some really interesting ideas behind it. You could do it with like a. You could do a DD Warriors game. Like, uh, that would work. There's tons of different DD universes in which you could go for that.
2: Would it be kind of like Vermintide?
0: I, I guess so, but more of a third person sort of hacky slashy. Right. I'd play that.
2: Because Tide had that same sort of an element, right, where you could just like thrash through a bunch of dudes for the most part,
0: if you were Look, the right I, character. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like the Zelda one they made. I thought that was a ton of fun. They could uh, I, I I take see. more, take more properties. Pirate Warriors. <laughs> yeah, Pirate Warriors is a blast. I uh that was a cute game. That was, it fun. was super fun. I definitely think that they just take weird ass shit and and just make a game where you murder things. And it will be fun. It really doesn't require a lot. It <laughs> could, could become the telltale of like murdering shit. I
0: think, <laughs> think they kind of I... already are by this point. Because you've I got what? So, but... Samurai Warriors, Dynasty Warriors, uh, Warriors of Ricci, Uh Gundam. they have a one-piece
1: version of it as well? <laughs> I <don't>... hey, wait.
0: <laughs> I mean, there are several <laughs> one-piece games. the shit
1: out of that if that exists. Fish
3: if that exist? star.
0: Yes. Uh, there were two of those games, weren't they? I don't think they were very good. But
3: Titan
0: is part technically part of it.
1: List well. of the North Star Ken's Rage 2010. Yeah, One Piece Pirate Warriors. Holy shit! Told you, One Piece. That's the thing. Have you never seen that? That's been out for a while. <laughs> <How> <laughs> I do don't know. you miss know. it? Oh, it's great. It's great. All those games are great. You have to get past the fact that they're all roughly just the exact same skeletons with like new skins on them because every time you're like oh i know that character from dynasty warriors i know how this character plays because that's from dynasty warriors if you can get past that shit you have a blast you're a
0: blast (laughs) what else have you been playing this week larry uh
3: over the next few weeks i haven't been playing too much actually i've been just too busy writing a new scripts and stuff like that but uh, work yeah Uh... uh, i'm trying to think what i'll be playing um i can't remember mostly it's ps4 stuff uh i'll be raiding the old um january sales for all cheap stuff as well um uh i shall get back to you because i'm trying to remember
0: well right. playing. that is totally <laughs> fine we um, have we've have got three hours to kill so don't worry about oh, okay.
2: it i played uh origami finally
1: y-
0: yes came that... out in
1: october mm-hmm. i think yes we talked about it back then when it came out because i played it then
0: it's the yeah. Tenchu I... stealth assassin like game right what do
1: you think dude yes
2: I like it a lot. Sam and I did the multiplayer of it. It's super um, fun. It's fun. It is. It's really like, it's a hard game. It's a difficult game at first. And you, once you, once you figure out, you know, the best way to just sneak up and kill everybody, it's fantastic. It's also um, not
1: about killing. It's about like, not just, it's about not being seen. And if you, get, yeah. if you get a kill in, great, but don't worry about it.
2: Oh, well, you know. Sam and I were full on like we have to murder everybody and if we didn't get the you murdered everybody bonus then we were really upset but I would love to go back through because you can also get like a huge bonus for not killing anyone I was like that would be so difficult it would be so hard to get through those levels without killing somebody um but uh yeah that game the the look of it is great it feels really great to play we're I think on chapter nine and there are 12 chapters so we're planning on finishing it uh either tomorrow or thursday but it's it's really fun with the multiplayer it it sort of treats it as though you're two people playing single player Mm -hmm. um if one person completes an objective it completes it for both people so
0: it doesn't have any of that stupid
2: finicky shit where you're like oh but you already did it and we're doing multi. fine i guess i'll go do it you know, it, it applies for everybody. Fortunately. Is the game
0: any harder as a result of it being multiplayer? Does it scale properly?
2: I don't know because I've never played it on my own. Oh, okay. So I can't I can't really speak to that. But uh but I do like that um we get the same story elements as though we're on our own. And uh I like that inside of the game you have certain abilities that need recharging and you find um I'm trying to think of what they're called in the temples, I guess. You find like little temples inside of the game and you can open them up and it like recharges you basically. Uh, and it wasn't until a little bit later into the game because I hadn't taken on any upgrades that gave me an ability like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until later on in the game that we realized like, oh, even if you open that temple, it doesn't waste it for me. Like I can go back to that temple if I have an ability. I can go back to that temple when I need to recharge, and then I can use it separately from you. So there are elements like that that I think make it, make it nice as a multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm curious to play it on my own for sure. It's it's fun. the The pacing is really cool in it. I think.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I love it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Definitely has its fair share of bugs, but it's it's a fun game.
2: Did you wind up finishing it?
1: Jesse? No, no. I have a list of games that I just got halfway through. I still haven't finished I am set suna, and I'm like 50 hours into that game.
2: Oh my god, same. I'm literally in the very last part of same. that game, and I never finished
1: it. I, I literally I, I, I spent an entire like week of just playing and I loved it and then just never got around to finishing it.
2: Yeah, I keep thinking to myself that I should do a stream where i'm like i'm gonna finish like three games during this is, stream we're gonna do a really long stream and i'm just gonna finish some fucking games
1: that's the story my i'm like what if i just take a month and make it like the jesse finishes all the old shit month and i'm like <laughs> god i gotta get there first like i got so much other shit to do yeah, yeah. Is, i'm with you on that uh yo i played Shante this week i hear that's great which one Shante, half genie uh hero is straight up super fun. It's super fun and clever. And uh, I loved it. It's it's really cute and it's a solid platformer. Um, I, I I don't, it like, it, it fits perfectly into everything that I wanted in a platformer game. Mm. It's, uh, your little genie who has multiple abilities you can turn into like different things to jump around and you uh, platform. I mean, it's hard not to, it's like the simplest concept, right? Mm. It, um, you collect items, and you have different spells that help you, but at its core, you're just jumping around and uh, like using your hair to whip enemies, and then... Whipping one's fight. hair
0: back and forth.
1: Mm, yes. She does, in yes, fact, flip do that. Whip yeah. it real good. Yeah, and uh, you fight really fun boss fights from a giant... I, I fought a giant slug boat, and I fought the mermaid queen, and all of it was great, and there's... it's super cute animations and enough like uh, fanboy shit in there for the world it was it was a ton of fun i'm definitely gonna go back and play the rest of it because that shit was great it's, it's a way a really forward solid. game isn't it? Yeah, it yeah it's a really solid game pretty, it's pretty hard good to when like... it comes
0: to making retro style but modern games it's not yeah. kind of a thing
1: it, it it's it's very very uh like it, i mean as you can see on the screen it's just like a cool platformer you whack guys with your hair and it's real simple, and not like. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to it's hard to explain anything other than it's really solid. We played any of previous ones as well. Uh, yeah, but because I don't, I didn't uh, own the games. I only played what like people let me play. So because they all came out for handheld things, and so I'm not like a big handheld guy. Right. I, I know they're on Steam now, but I haven't played those ones. So this was literally the first, very uh, first Shantae experience. Played yeah and i and it looks like visually it's on point the music jake kaufman so you know it's gonna be phenomenal and it was like a it was a really i had a lot of fucking fun i played for like an hour made a video and loved it so I'm, it's coming back i'm like gonna keep playing it this is one of those few games where i'm like that was worth the time i put in that shit was a ton of fun i'm, I'm in i'm in to right
0: this was a title let's I believe was uh, crowdfunding wise sort of popped up around the same time as Mighty Number no. 9, didn't it? Got a lot less attention and then ended up being a fuck ton better and mm. obviously a much better investment than Mighty Number no. 9 was.
2: Yeah. But you know, people have such strong Mega Man nostalgia. They were just like, a game that's like Mega Man?
1: Yes. Well, Wanted Mega ones. Man. Though. They wanted Mega Man, and what they got is not even remotely close. Not, yeah.
3: yeah. Do you think it was a political vote against Capcom for them sort of axing all the Mega 100%. Man? One hundred
1: percent. I think got a lot to do with that. People yeah. did. They were like, "We want a Mega Man that isn't with Capcom because fuck Capcom. This is going to be that Mega Man." And it, it was. A, they tried to make something new and, and different. People were like, "This is not what any of us wanted."
0: I mean, it would have I helped mean- if the new and different was good. But it wasn't. Right. I mean, it was terrible. The changes didn't work at all.
2: Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. The same kind of a thing, except without the crowdfunding, thank God. But the same kind of a thing might wind up happening with Death Stranding, right? Like, people are so excited about Death Stranding because fuck Konami. Yes, and yeah. Kojima's on his own doing his fucking thing. Can't wait. And yes, every time I see a trailer for Death Stranding, I'm like, this game looks so fucking weird. I can't wait to play it. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be great you know like, like y- i don't necessarily have any faith that that game is gonna be great i th-
3: i think a lot of
2: people is
0: gonna be a bit
3: disappointed about shin 3 as well
0: i mm. think that's very likely that yeah, that's something that i
2: absolutely that agree with that
0: i am I absolutely shocked that after getting the funding it did that people think that's actually going to work because do you have any fucking idea how expensive the original Shenmue yeah. games were to make?
3: Sixty million.
0: Yes, yeah. I mean they were the most at the time. It was the most expensive game ever made by a country mile. Admittedly, technology's advanced a lot since then, and what they were doing back then was very groundbreaking. But then people expect something sort of that groundbreaking again, and they expect it for a couple of million. I mean that, that's not going to happen. They they did say they got funding from other places, but mm. I'm very I'm very worried about that game. I don't I don't think that something of that scope can be crowdfunded effectively, not to the right. level that people want it to be.
3: and Especially since they have been quite quiet about it lately as well.
1: I,
0: yes, look, that's a bit.
1: I feel the same way about that as I do with Psychonauts 2, as I do with all those yes. games that rely heavily on the nostalgia factor of the sponsors. Right. Yeah. Like, you know what? If those games, I'll be the first person to be like, you know what? I'm thrilled Psychonauts 2 turned out great. I fundamentally yeah. think that game's going to be shit. But that's just me. If it turns out to be awesome, I will eat the shoe. But, like... Well, that's the thing. Like, we all want them to be good. We all want Bloodstained to be
2: amazing. Yeah, we all right. want Shenmue to be fantastic, right? Like, like none of us are, are secretly deep down hoping that these games crash and burn, right? We want good games to exist in the world, and we want them. franchises to continue to flourish. But, you know, but we're also, like... Like trying to be realistic given how these sorts of things have gone. Well,
3: I, I think you we've know, been burned so many times before,
2: Exactly.
0: It's just right to be
3: cynical about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, A lot of it comes down to people don't know how much video games cost to make. And mm-hmm. unfortunately Sorry. some of those people are the ones trying to make them. And then you're looking for <laughs> something that is something that can capture nostalgia of a classic but is also updated enough to be... A game that was released in 2017, and then you've got to answer all of the well, I want this in the game, I want this in the game, you know, stretch goals kill projects, feature creep kills projects, and I want it on this system, I want it on that system. Oh, well, I mean, that, that definitely yeah. contributed to killing mighty number no. nine. There was what nine yeah. versions they claimed, and they got about four or five of them out at most. There's yeah. a bunch of them missing. There's, is that,
3: is it, I think, did it come out in any handhelds?
0: I don't believe the handheld versions came out, if I recall correctly. No. So. it was
3: he kept biting off more than he could chew I And mean, when he was saying well we're we gonna make a tv series are we gonna make a movie
0: oh god yeah and then try to something. uh crowdfund what was it red sand or something like that yeah. but it, even during that and that didn't work out and say well but that's a game and an anime it's like what the fuck what the hell are you even doing yeah. uh, things cost a lot of money to make and yeah well, so, it's,
3: it's just a case of focusing really more than anything
0: so. yeah look at look at what it is you want to make make sure you stick to stick to that vision and don't go too far outside of it and the games that didn't are the ones that succeeded and the games it's that the, did are the ones that ended up falling to pieces
1: right the realest Kickstarter i've ever seen was the one for Skullgirls, which was like this is gonna be four hundred five hundred thousand dollars to make a character. character People are like what yeah this is outrageous like no a- that's re- no you can make them for free yeah, like it really right cool Yeah.
2: That's one of the reasons why um, you know, why I think that more and more companies and groups of people that are doing crowdfunded games and bigger projects are starting up blogs immediately, right? To be like, here's what we're doing, here's how much it costs, here's a breakdown of how much money we've spent so far, and on what and why, and all of the people involved in each aspect of this thing. Because people get You know people spent money on this thing and then they're so afraid of being swindled which i understand well it's it's,
0: it's a lot of money to these people as well isn't it yeah ultimately if you're afraid of being swindled you shouldn't be kickstarting anything
1: yeah i was about to say if if you're that is also kind of true (laughs) you literally expect your money to like go away
0: as soon as it (laughs) kickstarts something that money's gone assume that it's gone assume that you've you're gambling it at this point Mm the, the best only way to reason it why
1: out. you should kickstart is if the reward is fucking dope like but not like the game don't worry about that but like again if you get a weird jacket or like a, a funny t-shirt. t-shirt or something yes. that isn't reliant on the fu- finished product just oh, yeah. something else then that's a fun kick because Put you're your name not even a website that nobody ever look at
0: yeah. yeah i have a nice starlight inception mug the game yeah. was hot garbage mm-hmm. uh, i have the-, the mug worked
1: i have my dog that's all I wanted. All I wanted was my little dog and we're good. But wasn't
0: that the sole purpose of the whole Kickstarter? that.
1: Yeah, but I knew it was going to happen. So it oh, happened. Okay. I got oh. my dog. I was quite gutted that uh, Night
3: Trap one failed a couple of years ago. Mm. They completely couldn't... failed to capitalize on it because it was right at the height of Five Nights at Freddy's. They pitched that Kickstarter and they did nothing about it. Mm. And that's just mad.
0: Perhaps it just was too much of a throwback. And bear in mind, the kind of people that are into Five Nights at Freddy's were not alive when Night Trap came out. <laughs> Dude, Night Trap <laughs> just a man. glint it in matter. the father's that eye. Shit is
1: the most classic thing that ever existed. <laughs> I would, crazy. I would, I would jump on that recreate Night Trap train in a heartbeat, as long as I get to like star in it, as, <laughs> the, guy, as the guy who oh, wears you know, just a little ask, just a as small a, ask, the guy who wears shades, who shows yeah, up, stars so on the girls. Like, Why you wear those shades at night? Best scene in any game ever. Oh my, (laughs) ever.
2: Um, I was having kind of a similar conversation with somebody about Ghost in the Shell. That a lot of there when the Ghost in the Shell movie comes out, there are going to be a lot of people who go to see it who never were into Ghost in the Shell, but have seen other cyberpunk things that are going to see Ghost in the Shell and be like, oh, this is just like every other fucking cyberpunk thing not realizing that it was like one of the ones that set a lot of those cyberpunk standards absolutely
0: this is a matrix (laughs) ripoff it's like um wait a second not quite in that order mate
2: right but just i think that that's one of the dangers right of of there being a genre that people are super into and saying oh man we should we should pull one of the very first ones because all of the things that are gonna be in that first one are going to feel overdone. Hmm. Right? And it's like, no, but it was one of the it was the original one that did it, but it doesn't matter because nah. the people who are ingesting the media now are potentially going to be much younger that never you know, appreciated it. What you do? a kids these My days Day Day thing? Too. Yeah, I'm doing a kids these days thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn kids with snappers.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, well, it's a bit like um, in the 90s as well when Home Alone took off and they were trying to find anything to rip it off and they did the uh, Dennis the Menace, didn't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Mm. That was not a good movie. No.
2: As not a kid, definitely. I thought it was great. <laughs> I was like, Dennis the Menace, hell yeah, I read those funnies every day. <laughs>
0: You just um, use the term, read fun. the funnies, as if that doesn't make you sound like you came from
2: 1927. <laughs> I mean, hey, people not
0: call them then. the funnies anymore! The no, Dodger, they did not. I don't believe they called it the funnies when you were born.
2: <laughs> well, funny. I don't know, for me, if I say, read the funnies, then I know that it specifically means the tiny little comics that are in the newspaper.
0: This is some Oregon farm thing, isn't it? <laughs> Surely Jesus. Garfield doesn't count as funny. It's absolutely never funny.
2: They're the funnies. The best thing what is Gar- love Garfield love without
0: God. Garfield might be the greatest piece of artistic interpretation yeah. of a. Uh, oh my of work God. A scene.
2: I, I love those. That's oh, great. It's just like
0: one giant monument to a man's depressed loneliness.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so good. Do you
3: remember that uh, YouTube channel early in the days when they sort of done uh, live action remakes of of Garfield comic strips?
0: I do not, and uh, I'm was kind of glad record. that I don't.
3: What? I, uh, I can't imagine Bond they were brilliant. Called. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, they've basically done live action recreations of famous Garfield strips. What? <laughs>
0: oh, Lord. Um,
3: Guys, remember
2: um, when they did a, a cartoon of Dilbert?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I, that. Was, I like that.
2: I yeah, I like that
1: <laughs>
0: Hey, guys, you remember when they did a cartoon of the Control-I'll-Delete webcomic? No. Uh, no.
1: Don't remember that. Yeah, let's keep it that,
0: that way.
2: Uh, anywho, um, what the fuck were we talking about?
0: Uh, Shantai and crowdfunded games for the most part.
2: Oh, shit, that's funny. right. Funny.
0: Yeah. So we were talking
2: about the funnies.
0: It's, it's the funny, The funnies! The funnies!
2: Look, yeah, there are lots is. of people in chat right now who are like, I call it the funnies. <laughs> so thank
0: you. That just tried to make you feel better. They don't that really you believe it. Thank
2: standing tall with me. Those, uh, those people are eight, five years you old. standing short with me.
1: Those are, those are like senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> they can't change the, the website. They're like, how do we fix this?
3: <laughs> Did you know it's a cycle? Uh, it, the statistics of if a cra- uh, crowdfunded game goes over the limit, vastly over the limit, it's more chance of it failing.
0: There's i way. did not know that is there it's a, like, a, a is like, there a source to back this stats up no
1: yeah
0: no i just said yeah
1: just, i just I made just, it up right, right now
0: yeah it must be i'm guru Larry. that's be, i mean true. if that's if that is true that's definitely something you should investigate but then, i think
3: there is a statistical thing where the chart the, the higher the money that goes over the limit the more less chance there is of going through it. Of crack, crack, the crash and burning coming in I mean, it would make a
0: certain degree of sense. I have to wonder if there's like a correlation causation fallacy there. Uh, You'd have to like look at exactly why each one failed and then say, right. Okay. Was this specifically due to feature creep and expectation? Right. Uh, Or was it due to budget budget mismanagement? The only thing Uh, thing
2: I can think of is that if they have, if they get a ton of money, then they go, well, fuck, we have to figure out how to spend all this money. Yes. And so I guess we'll add more features, but then the game isn't the game that people wanted and then it, Falls apart <laughs> a lot of it
0: comes out of backer rewards as well because you get to the point where it's like oh god we have to send out twenty thousand plushes and so on and so forth it's like one it, we yeah. didn't expect this like we've got to do this by hand or every we've person got to find a company that i personally
2: it. know who has done some kind of a crowdfunded thing reaches a panic point
0: at With some point. physical rewards
2: with the rewards yeah where they're like oh my god i have so many things to send out and i'm getting emails from people asking where things are and i just i am trying i'm doing my best
0: (laughs) yeah don't do if you can avoid it don't do physical rewards unless they're very high value ones that you know you're not going to get thousands of people backing you on Right. So, cost ten
3: thousand dollars for a meal with you yes they got to play the wrong way
0: there then then, then you know why that's you know if the 300 people are not going to back that you know oh, yeah. that helps but yeah keep try and keep it digital otherwise you will because I've, I've seen so yeah. many i mean mighty number no. nines are still a good example of that there's a lot of people mm-hmm. still don't have the physical rewards from that game and when yeah. you think about it that wasn't even attached to the game development they could have sent that out years ago and they didn't I got my bomber jacket for MechWarrior or Battletech. That game's not out for another six months, probably. But I got it like two months ago. I was like, oh, cool. So you are totally on top of your physical rewards. Right. They obviously, are... it helps that Hairbrain Schemes have done that three times before and they now know what they're doing. They're kind of a... a lot of their games are crowdfunded now. Not all of them, but they do know how to make a Kickstarter work which is good so i think that helps a lot but yes don't don't give money to kickstarters based on nostalgia and don't give money to kickstarters if you can't afford to lose that money is the simple answer to that what about fig definitely don't give money to fig <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, but you could become an investor tb yes you uh, can actually invest you could get money back
0: yes Plus, my is wife it? is an accredited investor, and uh, when she read the terms for FIG, uh, she flipped her shit and said, This is the worst idea ever. So I, I don't know if I would invest, honestly.
2: Man, well, how do you I, become an accredited investor? You have to have
0: like, a million her. In dollars shit. in your bank account or something something like that for starters uh, yeah well, i mean it's not there anymore but oh. <laughs> no i
3: i made a joke the other day on twitter so and it's called fig because your money's like a wasp it just crawls in there and dies
0: no so. <laughs> <laughs> that, possibly yeah what <laughs> we, we haven't seen any results from fig yet obviously we need to see what oh, happens because there's a bunch of stuff that went up on fig that hasn't obviously materialized as of yet so I think it's going to come down a lot to whether or not the first thing that comes out of figures is a success or a failure. If it flops, that's going to have a that's going to just say everyone's like, "I was right. This was a terrible idea." So hopefully that doesn't happen.
2: Hmm.
0: You know, you'd think with the accredited investor thing that there would be a lot more accountability, because that's not the case with Kickstarter. Hopefully that is true, but who knows?
3: But there's no contingency either. If you if If the thing fails, that's it. I mean, you don't get like a a percentage of the uh, the ownership of the rights or anything like that. I think if if
0: you're an accredited investor, you would be put on, uh, you would be higher up the priority list for receiving compensation uh, because you would be a secured, Uh, what's it called? Um, I'm trying to think back to a year of company law, Uh, secured creditor, possibly, something like that. Um, It's like, yeah, because there's like secured creditors and unsecured creditors uh it basically there's a line of people for getting their money back when a company goes to shit and if you are i believe an accredited investor in said company you are higher up that priority list of getting some of that money back when they liquidate the assets to pay everybody
3: isn't it only uh, like a maximum of 30 percent and they're entitled to pay you back or something?
0: that's also entirely possible i mean you you pretty much never get it all back yeah. um but i mean that's investment for you it is a risk mm. Cool. let's do a break and when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about the games that we've been playing over the last couple of weeks you've been watching the co-optional podcast don't go anywhere and we'll be back in a few minutes ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the co-optional podcast hopefully you enjoyed the break wonderful music from miracle of sound friend of the show his new album level 7 is available on miracle of sound bandcamp.com of course you can check his youtube channel out as well over at miracle of sound on youtube
2: I Just slammed my heel really hard into my chair Right there was a look of What's up, everybody? I hope you had a great way. break.
0: <laughs> Can't even sit down right. That's dodger for you. Jesus Christ!
2: Oh, <laughs> right? Fuck.
0: Dear lord. Ah, all right <laughs> ba- Back to games. Back to video games, or maybe not video games. If it's non, you know, the non-digital games are fine too. There's there's a game I played a few weeks ago. That I never got around talking about, and that is uh, Star Wars Destiny. What is it?
2: How is it different from other Star Wars experiences? It's a dice game, for one thing. Ah,
0: okay. So there's that. Uh, So, those who do not know, there is a big game, one of the biggest board game companies in the world is Fantasy Flight. And they tend to get some pretty cool licenses every now and again. They got hold of Warhammer and made a bunch of really cool shit off the back of that. And they got hold of Star Wars. Guess what they did with that? made everything ever with... Because, st- of course, they did, you know? I
2: mean, people will buy it, so
0: yeah. And naturally, you know. The the um, the Star Wars miniatures that I have on my shelf, uh, these are from the Star Wars X-Wing miniatures game, which is made by Fantasy Flight. The... uh, Oh, this thing. The Imperial Star Destroyer that happens to be on my shelf. That's from the Star Wars Armada miniatures game that's made by... Same company. And they've also made a bunch of board games, card games for uh, quite a few years now. They've actually had the—they've st- been the guys who made the Star Wars card game, which is a living card game model, which is different from the way that Magic: The Gathering works, where you open packs with random shit in it. Living card games release regular expansions that have a copy of every card in them. So you pay X number right. of dollars, and you reliably get the whole set, right. which is a pretty cool model. I like it. They've used the same model for the Call of Cthulhu card game and the Warhammer card game and a bunch of other stuff. and
2: uh, Ascension's like that.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of like uh, like that. The difference being that these LCGs are, you, they're the same, that you build a deck in advance, whereas with Ascension, you put everything out of the board and you build them from scratch. The, so it's a,
2: the game is actually building the
0: deck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, the LCGs are not deck builders. Uh, but... Uh, same same kind of principle otherwise you know it's nice to not have to worry about the randomness of that or right. spending 300 on a card or whatever but they also do sometimes make games where you do end up in that situation star wars destiny is their latest star wars product and it's basically meant to compete with uh the fairly successful dice masters series which is a bunch of marvel games mostly Um, the marvel dice game marvel dice masters is quite popular it's done with that model and the model is it's you get a little booster pack which has some cards and a dice in it and the cards are kind of used to use the dice and the dice is associated with a specific character and destiny works kind of in the same way so you get a there's two starter sets you can get kylo ren and rey And they come with a basic starter deck with the dice that you need to start playing. And then your your booster packs come with a dice in it and a certain number of cards. And you build a deck that also has a bunch of dice as well. So the way it works is you pay sort of the in-game mana to put a dice on your character. And each of these characters has a bunch of different effects based on what you roll so for example in fact i can just bring a card up now and show you exactly what i mean by that uh for example you you start off with a certain number of heroes as your characters and you can pick i think up to 20 it's it's not maybe it's 20 points something like that usually you have like two or three dudes and you can have like darth vader and kylo ren and all that but you can also have oh, generic family time stormtrooper you know or whatever if if you like and they're usually cheaper weaker characters Oh, and 100%. they come along with... You can either have one or two dice for them, and each of their dice are unique in the sense of, if you roll this, then that's like an attack for two. If you roll this, it has effect of you know, say, uh, stunning another character for one turn or whatever. And you kind of roll up this pool of dice as you go back and forth. You take an action, then you hand it over to the other dude, they take an action, and eventually you spend your pool of dice on doing a bunch of damage or getting building up resources because you get your mana that way as well so you can buy better stuff out of your deck it's a pretty cool model i played it with jen a few times i had my amazing totally canon team of oh yeah it was luke skywalker and fucking princess armadala
2: oh queen Queen (laughs) armadala yes it's
0: family time yes best friends also known as mummy (laughs) <laughs> uh, weren't you dead <laughs> so you, you could totally do what? that and uh a week, Mom. they can you can you, the cards that you put to uh support them are obviously like limited based on who's doing who so obviously i put like uh, luke's lightsaber is in there and you can get a couple of copies of that you can also get like generic lightsabers they can actually be equipped by quite a few people you'll like this jesse in particular finn in the game has a specific function where he's allowed to use um empire stuff which you're normally not allowed to put in your deck at all and also he can wield the lightsaber only a generic one but he can wheel the lightsaber because he did it in the movie but he can't do any of the fancy shit with it right. basically the, the generic lightsaber dice is kind of shitty it's just like hit thing whereas luke's lightsaber is like deflect this stun this disable this ability which that was kind of cool the fact that he could you could throw a a card in your deck that you're technically not allowed to use, but because you have Finn as your hero, you can. Oh, that was kind of a neat little idea. That's kind of thematic. Mm -hmm. Nice little implementation. Uh, Jen beat the shit out of me with, I think, a team of Kylo, a First Order Stormtrooper, and some bounty hunter. I I might have even been Boba, actually.
2: I mean, she is Kylo Jen,
0: so... She wanted to play the Empire, and she, she had did. the
2: right team,
0: yeah. <laughs> she, she, she definitely had the right team. It's a pretty fun game. It's got a nice pace to it, because you take an action, and then you give it to the other dude to take their action. The actions are really quick. So once a player's run out of like actions they can do, that they basically say, okay, I'm done. I pass my turn. And then the other guy gets to do all of the other actions that they can still do, and it wraps it up there. So you'd never feel like you're sitting there waiting for ages for the other dude to do something. And it's quite a fast game. We, we finished games in about 15 minutes. Mm. That was a, it was a nice little twist. Um, I, I do have some Marvel Dice stuff as well. I just never got around to playing it. But I know a lot of people really like Marvel Dice Masters. And I know DC has a game like that as well. And they made a Dungeons & Dragons version of Dice Masters too. Which was awesome because it was a promo card for the fucking hamster from Baldur's Gate. <laughs> is Boo? Is, he, is his name Boo? Is Boo. Oh, yeah, go for the yeah. eyes. And his flavor text is go for the eyes, Boo. You can fucking play Boo in that game. Boo has its own dice.
2: I've only ever Wonderful. heard people talk at length about the Marvel one. Yes. So I'm assuming that that's like the most popular one or the cleanest one up till this point.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's like the best as it were, but it's a fairly recent model, this idea of collectible dice. And they're kind of neat. I mean, for the Marvel one, what they did was they got colors which are appropriate to the characters and then the dice sides are sort of carved into the dice of so the wolverine one it's like claw marks in the side of the dice and each side nice. of the six-sided dice represents a different thing for cool. this one i think they did like a heat transfer onto the dice so it's full color pictures uh so which represent the characters and the items which i thought was kind of neat so they're both they're both good in their own way um I think the it's it's a it's a pretty fun little game. I mean, with the starter set you can play and make a couple of different decks and I don't know how expensive it would end up getting to play competitively. Probably pretty bad cuz they have rarities, you know how it is. Well, when mm-hmm. people start playing tournaments for this thing they're going to be spending hundreds of dollars to get a very specific dice or whatever instead of just randomly buying packs, but what I played of it, I I enjoyed it. I was it's it was kind of neat. It was my first introduction to collectible dice games. Yeah the The randomness element is mitigated by the fact that you there's a bunch of ways to get re-rolls for the most part. So, or abilities where like turn this dice onto whatever face you want, and all that kind of thing. Mm. So, there's an element of that. I don't know. Did, did anyone else like find rolling dice to be kind of just a satisfying physical thing to do?
1: Well, that's yeah. why. That's why when I go to casinos, God, I, I play craps way too much. It's the. It's there's something about the fundamental understanding that it's math plus luck yeah it's like i don't know i don't know you just it feels like deep in your core like somehow like if you understand math you can somehow win but really it's all just, With I right just finger,
0: yeah
2: yeah yeah it's, think, it's still like, randomness all, but what?
0: yeah if but you understand easy, math you, you know it. what the risks are right mm-hmm. i mean that poker's got a decent amount of math in it as well mm-hmm. for that reason uh blackjack does too Although, if you're playing basic blackjack, I believe there's a there's an optimal way to play it. You can get a little cheat yeah. card, actually. They actually let you have it at most of the tables. And I've only played blackjack a couple of times at uh, Vegas tables because I feel like I'd hold the table up and be really fucking annoying. But um, the the tables, the better casino generally let you bring the cheat sheet along with you and have it on the table with you because the dealer... And the dealer will help you, too, by the way, if you ask him. Uh, the Because deal, the dealer is not actually out to fuck you over. He has to play by the rules of the table. Like he has to stop usually on a soft 17 or a hard 17 or whatever. So yeah, you can bring it along. But a lot of that is about understanding the math. And then knowing when to take the risks. But in most situations, there is a right play and a wrong play. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I, say, I, thought was, I thought it was pretty cool. It was really easy. It's easy to set up and tear down. I'll say this and I've had this problem with them, um, the marble dice game too, storage for these motherfuckers, if you want to store them properly, they ne- they never give you a box which is anywhere near large enough. Um, and I know the starter edition box obviously is not supposed to support a ton of dice, but it's like, I need a box where I can put all my dice where I can arrange them and see them easily and then pull right. them out when I need them. And I was like, fuck this, this won't fit or whatever. So I, I, need, I need to buy it.
2: making it on Etsy right now.
0: They probably are. Not. I'm thing positive. is like custom-sized dice so we'll probably kind of use a normal fucking dice box for them Ugh. i still
2: have i will never forget my mind being completely blown when i went uh when i went onto etsy and found somebody who had made like a custom wooden catan set and like that's the only way that i play hmm. catan now because it's just so much nicer yes. and makes so much more sense and all the pieces like click together like it's incredible right people yeah. on etsy they play those fucking games and they're like god i could just i could make such a better version of
0: this (laughs) yeah there's a few that make they'll make custom components like the you know a lot of board games just don't have very good quality components and there is a market there's an aftermarket for better versions of those
3: um your friend nick huggett done one didn't he
0: recently yeah i think he did mr swag for those who don't remember swag nick huggett did the first uh, there was the first ever gaming show that i did with another person Before all of that, it was all myself. In 2007, I launched a show called Gaming the System, which is still a fucking great name for a show, by the way. It
2: is a great name. Fucking
0: great. It's been stolen by at least 10 other shows by now. But yeah, I I did it with a a guy called Nick Huggett, who eventually went to work on for um, KickSci, a Facebook game company, and a bunch of other stuff, and did his own shit. He was at
3: Namco for a while.
0: He was at Namco. He was in the marketing department for Namco for a while, and... So he's—I haven't actually kept track of what he's been doing recently. So you say he's actually now into board games? I
3: think, he's, I think he started up a PR company and he's doing things for Kickstarters and he's ah,
0: he's yeah, box—it's really nice
3: box and it's held together with magnets and sort of twisting things and.
0: I should look into that box. Yeah. I, I need good storage. I was um, my wife a couple of years ago bought me a storage box from Broken Token, which is a company that makes aftermarket storage boxes, and it was for um, Dominion. Because of course I've got shit tons of boxes of fucking Dominion and keeping those things divided is a nightmare. The problem is like the box wasn't really all that well designed for a ton of Dominion and you need, you still need dividers. Like it doesn't come with dividers with names on it. So I then went to another, like a little independent company that sells the dividers and I bought a whole thing. It came in this box about two weeks later and it wasn't in alphabetical order. There was like four hundred divider cards just in random orders in this box. Like Nope. Nope. That I'm not. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. This this is not something that I would find in any way compelling or I know mm-hmm. some people really love organizing things. I do not. I am not an organized person. I think I'll stick to the online version of Dominion. It's much easier that way.
2: <laughs> well, I just I don't know. In those kind of games where you get really used to the convenience of the client doing some of the math oh God, work yeah. for you. It's so hard to go That's back. Ascension and be like, God, in a this nutshell. Is so isn't it, much right? more
0: work. Ascension is that it's so bad. Like yeah. you could finish a game of Ascension on an iPad in under two minutes. A game yeah. in in real space takes twenty, and mm. eighteen of that is set up, tear down, and shuffle i mean that's the worst worst part of dominion for me is set up and shuffling all the time as it turns out you know how hard it is to get a good card shuffler it's actually really hard
2: really difficult my parents have been looking for it they have one that they love but it's it's like dying it's falling apart and they've been trying to find the exact same one for maybe three years have Mm -hmm. not been able to find
0: yeah, I, I did actually some investigation. All of them shit Chinese, like, plastic $15 things that don't work. If you want a good one, you generally have to get an ex-casino made one, mm-hmm. uh, which is about $300 or whatever.
2: And it's really hard to find one that isn't loud as fuck. Yeah. Like, to find one that isn't just... Yeah, it's like, like oh. pressing the button.
0: <laughs> With Dominion in particular, since you're shuffling so often, you've got multiple players, like, this is useless, like... Yeah. But yeah, I'd rather, those games I would probably rather play with digital clients as a result of that. Let let them do the shuffling themselves. <laughs> Don't touch it. Yeah. Yes, I played that. <laughs> Speaking of randomness, since the Long War 2 mod is heading out quite soon for XCOM 2, I mm. decided to dip in and do another start another playthrough of it. Oh, does wow.
2: It, does it come with new ridiculous clothing? Mm hmm okay phew oh, then let me current. put it this way I'm so glad you're getting back into it
0: <laughs> the current clothing uh, situation with XCOM is far superior to its original version you see because hmm. they released a, they released a little uh, expansion pack called Anarchy's Children which is like you know what would be really cool if everyone dressed like they were in fucking Mad Max <laughs> and okay. a lot of the stuff that is like you can wear like masks with fucking graffiti all over them spiked shoulder pads leather hot pants available in a variety of colors or a uh, leather jacket that covers very, very little.
2: You know, I feel like maybe stuff. I should get back into XCOM.
0: You're going to spend most no of your reason. time I playing just... dress-up and less time actually playing the game, I can guarantee it. It's going to be so just much. like when
2: I play The Sims. And I'm yeah. like, God, I love making The People, and then I don't really care whether or not they live their lives. It's yeah, just pretty
0: much. People. <laughs> I-, I spent a good few hours overdoing some of the characters in the Co-Optional and Friends pack, and I haven't got finished with it yet, but there's tons of stuff that you can do with that expansion now. And the state of the current game is, uh, content-wise, really good. you got two major expansion DLC, which is um, Alien Hunters and Shen's Last Gift or whatever. And there's four or five mods from the Long War Studios guys that also add a lot to the game. They added um, uh, new enemies. They added new perks for your soldiers. They added a new weapon type, which is the SMG. And they added a new weapon tier, which is laser. So you can play that, plus the expansion DLC, and the game's really well fleshed out. Here's what here's the thing though. This Long War 2 mod that's coming, if it's anything like the original, is gonna be fucking insane. Like it's gonna be like an entirely new game. You'd think that XCOM took a long time to beat? This This mod is gonna take ages. Long War 2 I know the original Long War playthroughs can take hundreds of hours. Hmm. And that's and that's crazy, but a lot of people enjoy that. For Long War Two, they'll probably push the boat out all the way. Not saying I would know anything about Long War Two, of course.
2: No, of course not.
0: No, no, nope. that that would be ridiculous. You yep. know, if I happened to be, um, knowing anything, or you know, God forbid, actually playing it right now, that would be.
1: <laughs> nope.
0: I mean, I couldn't tell you that, of course, because if I was, I would be under a non-disclosure agreement.
1: And you right. wouldn't be
0: yeah i would never put myself in that kind of situation and no. I'd especially not tease you with it if i happen to nope. mention it on a live show Ridiculous. that would be i yeah. wouldn't know anything about it i'd be insane i'd never do something like that so my current playthrough is going pretty well for so far for the most part i haven't got too unlucky yet i lost one of you died really early lucky shot not not my fault it was jesse
2: <laughs> oh thank or... god i mean oh yeah.
0: No. You're still, <laughs> guess... you're still going you're still going. I don't know how I even, I remember my first playthrough. I don't even know how you survived until the last mission dodger because you play, you were assault, uh, I think the ranger or whatever, which is the guy with the shotgun and the sword, which means- Right,
2: so I'm like right up in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I gave you, you eventually had like um, a ghost suit that let you face through fucking walls. So all you basically did was you were, you're a mall ninja for all intents and purposes. You faced through a wall and got your um, Hanzo folded steel and chopped that ga- motherfucker down.
2: Love
0: it. I just I I need to go back and put you in a fucking fedora and then start making pictures of you making ridiculous anime cringeworthy remarks.
2: Yes. There was yes.
0: It was a couple of weeks ago. I don't know where they came from. I think I ended up. I saw them on Imgur or something. Some people have started making. They they've taken pictures of people who have for some reason decided to either have a gun and a fedora and a neck beard or whatever and then they turned them into JRPG-style cutscenes with a little text in the bottom, blurred yep. their faces and their body slightly, as like, you have made me use 10% of, your, my, of my power child. And stuff, stuff like teleports behind you. Now you will see my true strength. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful and simultaneously hilarious. Oh, my God. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to take a few pictures of you. you are, you're going to be my new mole ninja in Great. my squad. So far, uh, so good. I'm not
2: wearing a fedora, though, I'm...
0: I think fedora's now an option, given... Okay, great. Yeah, I, it, it, the original didn't have... It. I know there's a fucking voodoo top hat now, which is great. And it's a, it's a giant top hat with a s- skulls and stuff on it and bones. Oh, like Mardi
2: Gras style. Yeah,
0: it's great. <laughs> My character's in it. It's lovely. It covers over the receding hairline hairstyle that I chose for it. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's coming along nicely. That game's still a bit of stuttering here and there, which is mm. irritating. Uh, it doesn't get in the way of the play. It's a turn-based game. There's a reason why I put XCOM 2. XCOM 2 was, for those who don't know, my top 10 uh, game 2016 was actually my number one. I spent a lot of time on it, and I enjoyed it a lot. But mm-hmm. that doesn't say it runs all that good. It's, still, it's run it was a bit better than it did, but there's the occasional stutter. There's the occasional the camera angle, decided to wander off and look at a wall while I was jumping through a window or whatever. But the game's still super fucking fun to play, really satisfying. Although I have a feeling it's going to get a lot harder as I keep going through.
2: That would make sense, given the game type. Yeah,
0: Indeed. <laughs> considering the first one.
2: I get this this weird sinking feeling that as I progress in this game, it will raise Getting in harder. difficulty.
0: Hmm. You know, funnily, some people complain that that's actually not true, mostly because... I think it was with XCOM 1 in particular once you got a bunch of veterans that with the highest tier weapons and the really good fucking armor, like I think it was the juggernaut armor and the archangel armor that let you fly around and shit, that the game did become easier. I think Mm. XCOM 2 addressed that quite nicely though, because really they keep throwing enemy, new enemy types at you and elite versions of those enemies at you right until the up until the end. I mean, fuck's sake, the last mission introduces a new enemy type, Mm. which is fucking murderous by the way. Yeah,
1: you might, might you might not make it out, Dukes. You might not make it out. Fuck. You didn't. You didn't the first time. You got so cocky, but you, you didn't. I will time. make it out because
2: Keijo is the best anime of all time. There, there's your first. There copy.
0: you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is five percent of your part. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we played a bit of that.
2: Um, I can't remember. Last week, did I talk about Astroneer at all?
0: Uh, only a little. You barely scraped over it, I will say.
2: I can't remember what all I touched on, but, um, Astroneer, very fun. Uh, it's, it's been cool watching other people play Astroneer now that I've played it, because I realize that, like, your starting planet can be totally different. Um, the sort of materials that you find easily can be totally different. So... That's that's pretty fun since a major aspect of the game is getting to the point where you can like hop to other planets and stuff. Um and also realizing <laughs> sounds, that, like, sounds like No Man's Sky. It's like a way better No Man's Sky. That's how it feels to me. Um Yeah, the the game itself is like you're like a little astronaut and you start off with a tiny little pod base and then you can uh, use the materials that you find on the planet to get different types of um, you can like add add little pods on that will do different things like you can have um, you can have like a, a smelter that will take materials and turn them into you know better stuff you can uh, eventually make little vehicles that you can use to ride around the planet easier and find more stuff and uh yeah realizing because i never got to this point when i played but watching other people play and realizing that um the the way that the planets orbit is super important because the planets are like constantly orbiting so if you get to a planet and then you do your thing and you're like okay it's time to go home you have to like wait until the until the orbit is just right so that's that you neat. can actually, so that you have enough fuel to reach back oh, in order cool. to get back home.
0: It seems like it's less of a game about just running around the galaxy, exploring and more. I found a system and I'm going to colonize this. It's more of, a, yes. more of that, right?
2: Yes, um, it's it's about uh, expanding your knowledge, having having better and better stuff and yeah, and like expanding the sort of research that you can do and the sort of things you can build. It's cool it's cool that's a fun game and the fact that it's still i don't even know what can we can i ask a question of of
0: y'all no that's not possible on the show you just did
2: okay larry look at you um i know what beta is i know what alpha is when people say that something is pre-alpha what does that mean that they're like doing with the game uh, alpha is I mean, like putting in assets, right? Like that's what alpha is supposed to be—is I mean, like adding. Broken. I
1: mean, really, truly, one hundred percent, fundamentally, it's all—it's still all bullshit terms. Yeah. But pre-alpha is basically the hint that like everything you're seeing could probably change, and if right. something's wrong, well, don't blame us because we're working on it. it's in process, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you should be very blessed that you're playing this right now, but don't like if you show this to anyone just let everyone know that it's not done. So if it sucks, it's not our fault.
2: Man, that sounds really cynical, Jesse.
1: (laughs) Like beta isn't beta anymore. Beta is we're giving it to the public to play to get the hype machine out.
3: Beta is a new word for demo.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: Has
0: been for a while.
2: (laughs) But beta still feels like, it still feels like the time when they do bug fixes, right? Even though, even though, more often than not, companies release beta to more people than they ever used to. It still feels like beta is the time when they fix bugs, right? It
1: used to be to- what game testers did, and now the public yeah. doesn't. No, you got to pre-order. You got to pay them to test. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, no. Pre-alpha is like used to be. Pre-alpha was uh, like it's in-house, so we're testing stuff. And now right. pre-alpha is let's just let some of these YouTubers play pre-alpha and like they can make funny videos about our shitty game like unfortunately that's what it is it may be cynical but it's 100% true
2: yeah I guess pre-alpha from from the 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 big smorgasbord that you gave me um what I would attach to the most is like this is a proof of concept but things could change at any minute
1: that's that's true and that's but they can get away with that as saying like it's pre-alpha so right this isn't even, like it's not even close to release but we're gonna let you play with it which is fine because it's something fun to do right. but it's also you know an easy way to be like if anything is wrong it's not our fault wink
2: <laughs> it's pre-alpha yeah well cool. anyhow don't,
3: don't film say- any glitch montages we'll take your video down
2: well what i what i was going <laughs> to say the reason that i wanted to ask that just
1: overall yeah, is why that's a very good quote why why
2: it's because Astroneer is listing itself as a pre-alpha game but it's it feels so much more fleshed out than some games that say that they're alpha right so i was like i'm i'm curious what like if you if you were to at face value take what alpha is supposed to be and what beta is supposed to be what is pre-alpha supposed to be
1: i'm going to let you know that the- in this scenario this game uh because it apparently there's there's like a lot of people talking about it and a lot of people playing it right now uh i would go out on limits. is it like release like where you can pay money for it yes so it's like, yeah you can you can so early access. access it okay so yeah this is the launch of the game
0: it's not like, pre-alpha in a million years by any definition yeah, of the term pre-alpha this is the launch
1: this is the game's launch and they're using my uh, cynical attitude of pre-alpha they're,
2: they're saying like, pre-alpha so that if people complain
1: They can be like, I mean, it's not even...
2: This is just the beginning, y'all.
1: It may not be the official launch, but it's the launch. Like, when they launch the game, no one's going to pick it up then because the people who already wanted to play it already have played it.
0: Maybe. If if I recall correctly, if we go by the old real version of Alpha, Beta, etc., it mm-hmm. would technically be alpha because alpha is the stage before beta. Beta is supposed to be the core features are here and this is now about testing and refining them. Alpha, right. this is the core features are not all here and we're in, still in the process of putting them in. Pre alpha, uh, no, there's no way Astroneer is pre alpha. Astroneer right. functions, which a lot of pre alpha stuff barely does. Right. F- it has a good amount of fleshed out features and gameplay that actually has logical conclusions. It's not pre-alpha at all. It's okay. it's alpha, sure, but we should probably toss that out. I mean, if you're in early access, that those all of those terms are completely irrelevant. You're just <laughs> early access. You're just an unfinished game.
3: Well, DayZ was
1: pre-alpha for uh, three years, wasn't it?
0: In my yeah, opinion, it pretty well still is. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you're paying for a game that you can buy on Steam, like there's no way that you can be like, yeah, no, it's free alpha, y'all. Like that's just. That's I mean, just that point lot. is just
0: an excuse. It's yeah. That's that's just to try and be used as a r- way to deflect criticism, I assume. It,
3: I sometimes offer it as a discount as well. It work. does.
0: Yeah, that is true. Uh, but I mean, I just call it early access at that point because, as as you mentioned, beta just means marketing demo at this point. Yeah. To the point where, if you actually release a true beta, people complain that it's buggy. It's like, well, that's. It?
2: that's the thing is that i'm seeing a lot of people in chat saying yeah but astroneer is really buggy and i'm like yeah but again if they're in alpha of course it's going to be fucking buggy like and it's if not they were the actually point in beta, at which they would be fixing bugs yet
0: yeah if, the, if it was if it was truly in beta it would still be buggy because that's the process yeah. of fixing the bugs but yeah. it would be more feature complete i so feel I like we me. need
1: a new category we need a new category of game release called we don't have the money to keep our studio open so we're releasing the game now so you'll yeah. pay for it so we can make <laughs> more changes in the future like because so, yeah. that's what it is
2: right and i don't i don't think that there's anything wrong with that honestly. i don't either
1: if they, that that's the kind of honesty i would love if they were just like look we have an awesome game here here you can play it the mm-hmm. money you spend to buy it will help us improve it in the future that's a new category mm-hmm. like
3: fuck, honesty there.
0: like a reverse ubisoft game mm. <laughs> quite
2: <laughs>
0: yeah just use the term work in progress and then put it on every game that exists because they're all fucking like that yeah it's just early access it's all it really no. is as long as they
1: Unfortunately, early access has been compromised by the bullshit of yeah no it's permanent early access
0: yes this should be... i would think that early access should have a time limit on it yeah. just say uh, maybe at the start of your project you have to set to you, know, you have to set it when you submit you have it to to Blizzard. Set
2: a release like order yes.
0: at the very least you can make it generous and you should you know so you don't miss it but if you miss it by too far the game should be probably removed from steam at that point or at least marked as this game is defunct
1: yo that's a good idea that's if, a much better idea
0: yeah. yeah if anything that's an issue i currently have with steam a ton of early access games are dead As in, they're Mm -hmm. not being actively developed. It's extremely rare for uh, Valve to take any of them off Steam. I believe one of the only examples of that was the Stomping Land. I think. Oh my god! Yeah,
2: that's gone.
0: Yeah, that is gone. But there are plenty of other games that either update so infrequently or are confirmed as fucking dead and not being in development anymore that are still around.
3: The which one?
0: Sorry
3: the stomping grounds That
0: digital homicide it was no they weren't responsible for the stomping land uh the, the stomping land was i mean initially it was, it stomping looked, land. It was a dinosaur survival game
2: no uh, i know what it was but like who
0: made, who made it, it? it do we know uh it's not on steam anymore so i have to google it let me have a look oh
2: is this a
3: kickstarter one that f-
0: yes sort of money yeah uh it, there, we there were
2: you we right around on dinosaurs, dinosaurs. and
0: stuff yeah, it was a dinosaur survival. You know, it basically, Ark has completely replaced it in yeah. relevance. But yeah, there was a Kickstarter for it. It was made available on Steam. It was pulled. Was it voluntarily pulled? I can't remember because they said they were going to change engine. But that's obviously not happening. It's it's done. Like it's very clearly not going to be made anymore. I don't think they, they even had a name for the developer. It was just a few guys making it. Mm. Yeah, Alex Fedora was responsible for that. No fucking sign of that anywhere Alex, now.
3: Alex Fedora.
0: Alex Fedora. Yes. <laughs> According to certain articles that you know development pretty much stopped in 2015. Like, there's no sign of it now. But hey, so Astroneer apparently is all right though.
2: Yeah, I I like it. Cool. I think it has a lot of potential. Um, I'm gonna try it.
0: Hey, anybody else get anything else they've been playing this week? We'll throw their hat in the ring.
2: I know Thanks. I have, but I can't remember. I'm looking at Steam and being like, fuck, maybe I didn't play other stuff on Steam. Uh,
1: I mean, yeah, no, I can't. I, are you, TB? I
0: did, I did like 30 minutes. Uh, Larry, sorry, oh. you are about to say something. Who, me? No, yeah. I said
3: I think it's because it's so early in the year. That ah, yeah. Thing now i mean i'm looking forward to resident evil 7 that's about it really i
0: think it's a it's a good time of the year to round up <laughs> stuff that we missed last year mm. for the most part and try and play a little bit of that i want to finish halcyon 6 and get around to that oh oh I, this is one thing i did play a little bit of and don't want to play much more of uh, dead rising 4 oh yes oh, oh no oh dear
2: yeah you uh you said it was a little disappointing yeah
0: mm. so let, let me sort of set the scene of what my level of expectation is i thought the first dead rising was really great and i thought the second dead rising was really great too and off record uh, yeah that was good too uh so it was dead rising 2 and then they released off the record which was like the little expansion dlc for that where frank west could be played as well mm. we did uh, myself and jesse did a bit of, a little bit of co-op for that and it was fun The first game was, uh, it was a great time sink on Xbox 360 because there's really nothing else like it. You got a whole mall to explore and it was a really interesting story that was all based on your ability to be at the right place at the right time. And if you didn't, you missed the story, basically. Like, you're a reporter, you're trying to figure out the story, but if you weren't there to gather the evidence at the right time, it would be like, it's been lost forever now, you're never going to learn that. So it had a bunch of different endings and you could keep playing even if you fucked up. Mm. And it was uh, it, it was to some degree like a bit of a survival game, and it had a little bit of. I mean, it had it wasn't so much permadeath; you could save, but the places you could save in were limited. You could only save in the toilets in the mall or back at your home base. So mm. you were taking risks every time you went out. It had a day-night cycle. At night, zombies were much more dangerous. But of course, at night, other things happened too. Like there'd be different events that would happen at night and during the day, and there was a whole timeline of stuff. And I think that people that didn't play the game or maybe just glanced at it assumed that it was just a... Uh, hey, this is Kill the Zombies, the video game. that's It's all about killing zombies. No. Right. No, it's not. It, uh, zombies, like most good zombie films and movies and books, are not about... They're not actually the focus of the story. The focus of the story is the human drama around it. The zombies How are... How
2: the people get.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. Dead Rising... <laughs> Dead Rising Two, I said, <coughs> real fucked up people in them, especially the psychopaths, the the bosses, the psychopaths who had been driven mad or were just taking an opportunity. I mean, you know, very early on in the game, for instance, fucking couple of uh, people have broken out of prison and take over a military Humvee with a gun on it and start driving around the inner garden court of the mall.
3: Oh, I fucking hated that.
0: They only showed up at night, I believe, and they were a fucking ass to get rid of. But if you could kill them, not only would they not come back, but you could also steal the fucking machine gun off the top of the, off the top of the jeep, which was mm-hmm. really neat. And there was a psycho chainsaw juggling clown. He was a yes. fucking nightmare. Uh, he was a good target to take down because he would drop what were called mini chainsaws, and those weapons with the right combination of things to keep them from breaking, because everything breaks in that game once you use it too much, were very very effective killing weapons yeah, you they...
3: if, once you got the mini chain tools, you didn't need to use anything for the rest of the game
0: not really no unless you wanted to use some sort of ranged weapon you you that thing would cut through most shit very easily they were very effective and but a lot of that game was about saving the people finding out what the fuck had happened completing the events and killing the psychopaths the zombies were just an obstacle in the way of you doing that
3: i think I think all the um the time management as well for all the missions was getting quite, was quite stressful as well wasn't it mm-hmm. when you had to do definitely yeah you had um
0: it was it was difficult like you would probably not get very far in your first couple of playthroughs because learning the layout of the mall let you learn how to get to the right place at the right time there were a bunch of shortcuts you also need to learn where the good items were as well you need to learn where where's where's the gun shop where's the uh the food shop that'll have a bunch of food items lying around where's the place where i can get the battle axe for instance so learning the map of map layout of the mall was a pretty important skill And yeah, it was uh, quite stressful in terms of time management, but that was kind of key to the game. And you got progressively better at it. Every time you played it, it carried over your level from the last one. So you got more more and more powerful. You got more health. You got more special moves you could do and shit. Here's the thing with Dead Rising 4. Dead Rising 3 was already kind of going in the wrong direction, in my opinion. They kept the time management, but they... increased the amount of time you had so much that they basically (laughs) had nothing like that in their game anymore like you had days weeks to do it you could fucking hang around for as long as you wanted and of course in terms of that making any logical sense it didn't it's like you're gonna go save this person but they can wait no (laughs) (laughs) three days three days (laughs) it's like the whole point especially when you came across a survivor in dead rising was they're about to be eaten by zombies if you don't do something right now they're fucked and they're gone forever and that was what a lot of the events well, they, and side events were in dead rising they one and two Change
3: that sort of a mini game didn't they where they you just come across random survivors and you just cleared the zombies away from them and that's
0: it yes that's that's basically all you did in dead rising one and two you had to get them to follow you you could give them a weapon Which was pretty cool, because especially if you gave them a ranged weapon, they inexplicably had infinite ammunition for it. So I always gave them guns. It was much better than giving them a battle axe, because they had a tendency to swing it and hit you with it, which was not good. But then you had to take them back to the safe place, and then that's the only time when they would survive, if you got them back there. Which could be a bit of a pain, because the AI for them following you around was not very good, especially in the first one, so you had to babysit them. But Dead Rising Three was much more of a open world drive around Grand Theft Auto basically drive around a city, getting cars, and the extent that they went to with the whole building custom weapons got to ludicrous levels, where you could build a tank <laughs> with flamethrowers and electrical yeah. launchers and lasers yeah. and all that shit. You could craft a plank of wood and two
3: rolls of duct tape.
0: Pretty much, you could yeah. craft flames. <laughs> you could craft a power armor suit and shit like that. It got, it got ludicrous. Like they, the assumption by the developer, not the same guys, by the way, that were behind Dead Rising 1, was actually what people really wanted from Dead Rising was kill zombies with wacky weapons. And Dead Rising 4 has gone all the way down that fucking tunnel to the point where there are no time missions anymore. The first 30 minutes of the game are a linear infiltrate a military base thing which is linear as fuck, and they have stealth mechanics in the game now, which are completely underdeveloped for some inexplicable reason... Um, Frank West is now basically Ezio. He can sneak up yeah. behind someone and instantly kill them. It's like, you're, you're a fucking news reporter. What the shit? It
3: doesn't <laughs> they, look like Dan Aykroyd anymore, either. Yeah,
0: yeah. They kept... They put the photography mechanic back in the game, which was a cool element of the original, and they kind of expanded what it can do. It's got a couple of different modes now where you can see in the dark, or you can do a spectrum analyzer to figure out a way to get through all this shit. But you're basically what? Sam Fisher now. You're Sam Fisher crossed with Rambo, crossed with fucking macgyver from the future because you can put together ludicrous weapons very very easily i mean one of the first fucking weapons i built was a sledgehammer combined with fucking dynamite that explodes every time i hit zombies with it which is it ridiculous out. yeah um <laughs> you, can yeah. Build, you can build a plasma gun sure why not and the thing is that all the game is now is big open world collect-a-thon with, uh, that's focused on zombie killing and none of the none of the cool shit that was in the first few games is there anymore. There are no psychopaths, they've got maniacs, which aren't the same thing. They've got no backstory. They're just mini
3: bosses, really. Aren't they're they?
0: they're shitty little mini bosses. They're pointless. the The map is covered in icons of shit to collect. Bear in mind, if I recall correctly, the original Dead Rising didn't even have a fucking map. You actually had to learn the layout of the yourself. I think they had them
3: on sort of boards around the, the mall, didn't they? You just went Yeah, up you
0: them. had to go to the map yeah. on the like you would in the mall yeah. and see where you are, which was really cool. You've got fucking automatic marks everywhere you are, so markers, waypoints all over the place, so you don't need to learn anything. And it's all combat-focused. And you know what? Killing zombies is really boring, and I don't care how many silly weapons you give me to do it, because zombies aren't threatening. Zombies are fucking boring to kill. And as a result, the game is dull as fuck. It really is. It's focused on getting stupid, ridiculous weapons, you know, like building a power suit and a plasma rifle and all that kind of thing, killing a bunch of zombies with it, and then dealing with whatever bullshit story they happen to have when you get around to it. When you get around to completing the the, objectives, uh, which can clearly just wait for you at any point. director said
3: nobody liked time management in the previous games, and that's why they got rid of it. Which is bullshit. Yeah, everybody likes it.
0: Dead Rising 1 and 2 sold millions of copies. Yeah, they did like it. And here's the thing. Some people didn't. I get that. But if you take it out, then you alienate the people that did. And if you're going to do that, you know what I call that? I call that selling out. I call that saying that you want to sell your game to a wider audience. The way you're going to do it is you're going to dumb it down. You're going to take the interesting bits that made that game special out in favor of kill zombies. I'm I'm sorry, Saints Row 4 already did that better. Way fucking better, and it was a lot funnier, and it was a lot more fun to play. They've Dead Rising Four, as
3: well. Sorry, they've also removed co-op in the main game.
0: Yeah, which is weird because that was a big feature of Dead Rising Two and Dead Rising Three, and co-op was a pretty good, you know, kind of way to play it. It's bollocks. They and here's the insulting thing: they're adding time management back in as a paid DLC. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Good.
2: Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense.
0: Hey, you like you liked our series? You support our series? Pay more, and then mm-hmm. you can get the game you actually wanted. Horse armor. Hey, uh, yeah, and there, someone did a nice little comparison video a couple of days ago, showing that despite Dead Rising being a ten-year-old game, it actually has way more detail in it than Dead Rising Four does. Like physics, the physics were better. The way the zombies react to being hit was better. The amount of stuff you could do. Like, uh, throw a pie in a zombie's face, the fucking pie would slide down, and where you hit the zombie in the face with the pie, there would be an imprint of the pie. And then you could take a photo of that and you'd get a comedy bonus for it. Like, the you could cover them in ketchup and mustard and shit. Like and There was lots of little details everywhere. The mall was super detailed. Like, it felt like a real shopping mall. It was laid out like one, there was tons of detail, there was tons of objects everywhere. This... Yeah, this it's a is the theme
3: park you're walking around in now, isn't
0: it? This yeah, one. but well, yeah. it basically is. Like you're in a mall again. It's like the Willamette Memorial Mega Mall or whatever. But it just it feels like it's just a zombie killing theme park. And it is the thing, if they thought that was what people played the game for, they're wrong. Well, in my opinion. I've been
1: I... looking up like statistics on sales. And like I can understand how they could easily be uh confused or have their minds changed on this stuff because dead rising 2 sold 2.5 across everything like you said but dead rising 3 sold 1.7 on just xbox so and that was before they even like started hinting that maybe they would do playstation in the future so i did dead rising 3 come
0: out on playstation i know it got ported to pc
1: it isn't on playstation they're still talking about in 2016 if it's gonna be there
0: uh, but, but it's worth bearing it in mind that like that was a launch title for in fact it was like the only really big launch title for the xbox one dead rising 3 so right, i have right. a feeling that probably inflated the numbers but uh, i can I...
1: Under- I can understand where they're like oh well people love that one so let's do x y and z moving forward like i get it i don't know if it's the right choice but i understand numerically mathematically why they decided to do what they did
0: too sure. i mean it was a business motivated decision there's no doubt about that uh, but i think what they've ended up doing is they've ended up hacking up a very interesting franchise that had a lot of in- unique ideas that other games weren't doing and then turning it into a generic open world killathon romp and they did it during a time when games with survival elements are actually all the rage so right. to me they've completely missed they just the point they missed
2: the bus yeah, yeah.
0: like <laughs> think on. about the stuff that's you know stuff that's popular like, roguelike games like binding of isaac and stuff like that and then survival games.
3: What Dead got, Rising got, had both of those.
0: Well, we, yeah. They had both of those things in there. And that was 10 years before any of this was relevant. So actually now is the perfect time to push that. And we're in the dark souls era where people actually understand that games are hard and they're allowed to be hard.
2: Um when did they start development on this?
0: Hmm. Good question. Before, uh, I imagine immediately after a couple years ago, did- I imagine.
3: Yeah. can i ask the very first line that frank west says in dead rising 4 did you cringe did you know the game was going to be shit when he said that first yes
0: line? yeah because they i don't think the developers of this game understand the frank west character at all i frank west is a at least at the time in the first one was a bit of a skis bag right.
1: but oh, he yes. had... was a
0: tabloid wasn't it a sort of, yeah. uh, i mean he'd, he covered wars you know yeah. but he he was a real journalist but he was a kind of skis bag in the way that he got his stories and he the amount that he actually cared for other people in the first game was mostly based on what he could get out of them and he wasn't you know he wasn't a particularly nice person and nor was he very funny really
3: no it's just that line the internet picked up on yeah dead rising forward i just turned him into bruce campbell
0: yes basically yes big yeah. wisecracking zombie killing and awesome. i can un-
1: yeah. i well, can... Well, what they what they did is they made him into evil uh what's the third evil dead movie they made him into that bruce campbell oh yeah. army, Maybe darkness. Darkness. First, yeah. army of yeah. darkness yeah, yeah. bruce campbell which is what he should have been they made him into army of darkness bruce campbell which was really like over the top and silly oh, yeah
0: yeah Thing. and there's the thing like they did develop these were they used to be called blue castle the developers now call capcom vancouver they made all of the dead rising games except for the first one and dead rising 2 was good dead rising 3 not so much so you can kind of see where they've over the last six years they've changed their minds on what they wanted dead rising to be either that or capcom has changed their mind on what they wanted dead rising don't to don't think
3: they're trying to differentiate it from resident evil as well
1: it's you know, a possibility. What the hell is Resident Evil now? Like, that's we don't the know. question. We're so going to find out in a few days. Yeah. What, what the, the fuck? fuck. <laughs> it, it to the video game, really, isn't it? It, it, yep, it is possible. It's, I still, to this day, having played every iteration of the demo, cannot tell you how it relates to six other Resident Evil games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> does that make sense at all. Does but it whatever. have to? Yes. If you're going to call it 7 and not call it like Resident Evil something else, Maybe they got it out in the Halloween 3. You know. Where it's like the the corn children or where the hell they were. Mm.
0: Could be. Yeah, I'm just not impressed by it so far. Let me put it that way. I I don't even know if I'm going to get far enough into it to even put a proper video out on it because I just, I found the whole thing so boring so far. There's nothing to compel me to play it. It's like oh, zombie killing. Cool. Well, not at all cool. I, I just wanted... I remember the first game desperately grabbing a park bench to defend myself against the zombies so that I could get up the escalator and get the fuck out of there. Within the mm-hmm. first 10 minutes... It, it, actually, literally at the start of Dead Rising 4, which is a flashback sequence, I have a plasma gun, and within the first 20 minutes... Why
1: not? Why not? I have
0: several combo weapons of ludicrous power and the ability to do crazy special moves with them. That's not what I got into Dead Rising for initially, especially like at the start of Dead Rising 1 and 2. You are scrambling for any fucking thing you can find. Anything will do. A guitar, a wrench, a fucking two by four, anything you can get to just get through the zombies. And eventually later you'll get better weapons, but everything will scale up as a result of that. Here it's just like I'm super powered from the very beginning and there's no stakes at all. Yeah. Quite literally, I don't think there's an actual stake in the game. There used to be a stake in Dead Rising One that you could throw at them. The zombies would go after the stake. I or don't so. think there's any stakes in Dead Rising Four. I think. Are there?
2: But are there stakes? Like like stakes? I don't think stakes, there's any of those either.
0: Stakes? Like I don't think there's okay. a stake through the heart. There may very well. There's probably a power flame nuclear stake. Ah uh, yes. Something like that. A so stake
2: could- that looks nothing like a stake.
0: Yeah.
3: you re- duct tape you've got a nuclear weapon
2: so <laughs> yeah. well it sounds like uh a mediocre game <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah, you, could, much. you could
3: tell bit, well it's already gone down in the price and the bargaining beans already after a week
0: yeah i don't think the game got uh, the game got barely any attention the thing is on, on pc in particular it's not going to sell any copies because it's a windows store exclusive uh... we all know everyone
3: loves those <laughs> Do you think the reason why Scalebound was uh, scrapped was because of a poor sales of Dead Rising 4? Well,
0: here's the good question that we're going to get to after the break, isn't it? Because that's our main news topic for the day, I believe. The cancellation (laughs) of Platinum and Microsoft Scalebound. That's the most recent what the fuck just happened moment. We'll be finding out after the break. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're watching the Co-Optional Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. All right, let's get right into some news, starting off with something that, certainly is not a good thing at least from our perspective i think and that's the cancellation of platinum games microsoft exclusive scalebound which has been rattling around for the past few years we saw fairly extensive footage at e3 2016 of the game and as it turns out It's done. A statement from Microsoft says, after careful deliberation, Microsoft Studios come to the decision to end production for Scalebound. working hard to deliver an amazing lineup of games to our fans this year, including Halo Wars. I'm not going to advertise your fucking games, Microsoft. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's the bizarre part, right? Is that the game was finished. They just asked for a little delay and they were told no, and it was all shut down, right? Is that
0: correct? Do we know how finished it
1: was? I yeah, I don't know that any of that's true.
0: but just means hundred percent, does not it? Really? Yeah, I it's just... really like over oh, the last couple of months, it's been radio silence on Scalebound. Like what we saw at E3, obviously looked like it was in a pretty good state, but who knows? I mean, that that means nothing. You can make a vertical slice and still have ninety percent of your game fucking not doing anything. So I don't know how finished exactly it was. I mean, this is a story that's still developing, of course. So I don't believe we've heard from Platinum yet. We might well never. Bear in mind, it was Platinum and Microsoft in a collab. So there's probably quite a few NDAs involved in that. Mm, I don't know how much Platinum would really be able to say. Uh, Phil Spencer uh, said that it was a difficult decision. They believe that the result is better for Xbox gamers, but it's still disappointing. (laughs)
1: Less, less well, less. this goes this goes back to, I like the first thing I thought of when they said this was canceled, besides the fact that like it sucks that people are out of work and it sucks that like we aren't going to get a game and it's a kind of an interesting concept of like just this weird dubstepy dragon fighter guy with the headphones, but every ounce of footage we saw, I fundamentally can say I I was, didn't walk away like oh well that looks like it is a complete game. What it reminded me of is when they take a Saturday Night Live Saturday Night Live sketch and then make it into a movie, like this is an interesting concept that was then made into a full game. And it's like, where is the game there? Like, uh-huh. it's like I'm a badass dude with headphones and a sword and a dragon I talk to, and we fight monsters. But like, what's the game there? Like, there was never even the footage they showed last year at E3 2016, was like it was a mess, like just a mess of dudes running around fighting a big dragon. Like, okay that's cool but what's the game i don't know like, for me
2: for me the game came across as like people trying to make a a cooler monster hunter okay so, yeah so you know for me i watched that footage and i was like oh this could be a game yeah for sure I
1: just um, but everything i saw of it just did not ring as like this is a complete anything it just seemed like it was a lot of uh that's sort of like we're gonna make a really cool character and and you know he's cool because here's x y and z of his coolness hmm. and he Has one-liners while he fights dragons it's awesome it but- looks like
2: dmc meets monster hunter looking at the footage again i'm like yeah
1: so final
3: fantasy 15 piece you know I
0: mean? <laughs> you know it's interesting you bring that up because it was a while ago i saw this big boss fight from final fantasy 15 shown at an e3 and that's yeah, the- and like-
2: we were like wow that's garbage yeah yeah,
0: and i got the exact same feeling from Mm -hmm. that as i did from this it's like that seems like you've just you've made a showpiece and i you haven't explained to me really what the game is going to consist of me doing for 80 or what hours and that's exact same feeling i got with Scalebound. okay we see a boss fight it's a hella confusing one incidentally because there's four people in it Mm-hmm. Which obviously indicated there was co op, but there's this weird thing about like you sort of all so sort of being four people and being able to kind of m- morph together into a single thing. That was a part of it as well, which made me feel like it was more of a single player experience just with a multiple character party. After this, they show a bit of running around a world, killing monsters, and that as a, as you said, I think Dodger like Monster Hunter with Devil May Cry. It sounds like the most logical assumption of what it is although you throw a bit of lair in there for good measure or bad measure
1: <laughs> sure like, <laughs> uh, just going to the footage that w- is on the screen it'll be previously on the screen for people watching now but like he's on this badass dragon and then jumps up <laughs> to shoot arrows like that doesn't seem fun to me that seems like like the antithesis of everything else that's going on in this game like you're fucking badass with the dragon like shoot fireballs and shit Why would you shoot arrows at a giant crab? Like, it doesn't, it's all over the place. It's all over the place.
0: Yeah, I I don't know what the role of the dragon really was. Like, was it just a power-up that you couldn't use for more than a certain amount of time?
1: That's what I was wondering. It seemed
0: like it was far more than that. Yeah, Uh, why would you jump off to
1: go, like, it doesn't, I don't know.
0: Yeah, if you had a dragon, why would you not use the dragon? Is a a pretty good uh, statement there. But if I skip forward a bit, then we get to the the kind of, oh, once we get kind of these damn cutscenes there. Uh, then you get to what looks like either Monster Hunt or Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, you've got this area that you're running around in, and there's monsters in it. There seems like there's actually a shit ton of NPCs on the ground. Actually, no those are enemies. He's attacking them. I thought, I th- I thought was, oh, okay, yeah, th- that dragon is your dragon, from what I can tell. That giant dragon stomping around on the screen right now, I think is yours and it's following you around and blowing shit up, and then you're attacking things with a sword. I, uh, I, yeah, it is a little hard to figure out exactly how the whole thing ties together, isn't it?
1: Like, I, I, again, you have a badass dragon. Why would you jump off to <laughs> go fight guys with swords? Like, it just, I don't understand. I will never understand gameplay like that. Like, you have the dragon. Fucking be the dragon at this point. Destroy that city, F that place up. Instead, you're like, I'll shoot some arrows and my dragon does all the work. He's wandering
0: off elsewhere now while the guy's looting chests. It's like, it's Zelda again. Or Monster Hunter or whatever.
1: It does seem like it lacks
0: some coherent direction, doesn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It seems like it's a collection. And this happens a lot. But it seems like one of those games where they said, this is cool, and this is cool, and this is cool, and this is cool. And people like this kind of game, and this kind of game. What if we put them all together?
1: Well, and, uh, and I, I think this also goes to uh, the Final Fantasy stuff we are talking about, because that footage they released was nonsense. Like, the stuff they played at E3 this past year was insane. It made no sense. But when you actually play what they played <clears throat> in battle, first off, one, it's nothing like what they showed you, so they obviously learned their lesson. And two, it actually makes sense in the moment of playing it, which mm-hmm. so you have to wonder if, this is one of those times where playing it wise would have been fun but visually it's just a clusterfuck right and, but again i don't you know i there's so much mishmash of what's going on right now you kind of you know i don't know why i would want to be this guy i would love to be the dragon instead like, i don't give a shit about this guy I, wanna be
0: <laughs> I mean he just put on like he can transform to put on some armor and get some new abilities and stuff and yeah <sighs> It doesn't. It doesn't seem like it had a coherent design vision around it, which is weird because most platinum games are very good at that. Like, go play. It looks
2: really nice. Mm, yeah. I, I will say that it looks nice. The world looks nice. It's just, yeah, it's hard to tell what the game is from watching the footage of it.
1: Yeah. With I mean, that, with, I think I think the biggest clue as to what kind of game this would be goes back to that quote at the beginning, where it was like, "We're trying to give Xbox gamers the best experience possible," whatever it was that right there is the nicest slam i've ever heard just like it really is saying like oh no the game was shit and we are saving you from having to play it and putting it on our system like that's really what that's saying and and even if it's not true that's what that quote means like in in the most simplistic like you know reading
3: between between the lines
1: yeah
0: yeah absolutely There's going to be a lot of that over the next few days uh especially if we don't hear from platinum it's. It actually seems like more, it's almost like a recall situation, to me. Like, re, it's recall. Recall
2: wasn't very good, was it?
0: No. Which I wonder if that's got something to do with it, because recall was mm. marketed pretty heavily by Microsoft Everybody. as well as a Microsoft exclusive. Came yeah. out. Bad reviews. You know, middling at best. Right. I wonder if Scalebound was going in the same direction, and they caught it before. It was released and said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we're not having another recall." Uh, uh-uh. uh.
1: But
2: I don't, I don't understand. You've already put so much money into it. Why not just release it anyway and then get at least some of that back? I don't even understand.
1: As, even as
3: a budget game, mm. Not like a digital-only budget game. Like don't,
1: them. I wonder if bad press is something that they consider. Like we'd More rather important. not have to deal with that versus money issue like there's got to be some sort of producers way of like like I get it like really this game sucks but we'll release it anyway and it'll be great and we'll make our money back but when you think about it there's got to be like the boxing and like all those other things along the way like shipping and all those things like we just don't want to spend the money on that I imagine it's also part of it
0: yeah, you can you can argue an element of responsibility from the publisher Microsoft was funding the thing but simultaneously, we, I just would love to know what was so wrong with it that they couldn't have made a go of it in some way, or yeah. was there some disagreement beyond what? Did, was it actually a struggle between Microsoft and Platinum, and were there irreconcilable, uh, irreconcilable differences there?
3: Do you think it's definitely cancelled? Cancelled because like Microsoft's cancelled games in the past, and they've been released. Yeah. Like uh, Psychonauts was supposed to be an Xbox exclusive. Release. True,
0: but. Yeah to have phil spencer come out and straight up say it that's what i'm saying like that has a degree of finality to it and since it's not since it is a microsoft funded game it's not like someone else can just pick it up you know they won't let it
3: well like I said, they've done it with
0: psychonauts yeah it it did happen but i mean malice as well but still but still that
1: quote is like a burnt bridge quote that is like we're doing it for the fans like we are killing this game so you don't have to play it kind of shit like that's what they're essentially saying which is i mean that's that's final i don't
0: know we'll, we'll ever see this mm.
1: so have they got any
0: exclusives this year apart from halo wars 2 um crackdown <laughs> 3 will eventually be released i guess yeah. how long's that been in the works uh, i don't know how good that one's going to be either it's not even the original well, stuff like, behind it
3: yeah there's no halo 6 at least for another year not so.
0: that we know of no um they don't ha- uh they don't have that much do they what else have they got
3: do you think they're waving the white flag now to the playstation
0: i, I don't think so i mean uh, yeah. since the you know they released the slim and apparently that sold relatively well and they they had a couple of exclusives come out that sold well enough
1: gears gears came out
0: yeah gear sold very bad. well
1: gears did very well
2: aside from the whole snafu with uh windows 10
0: i mean actually the windows 10 version of gears 4 is probably the best windows store game there is in terms of how well it works like Mm. as a um as running well on every system although i will say this maybe i just need to play around the options a little bit more i I definitely didn't get massive performance out of it it was it was steady like it would maintain 60 but i was looking for more than that but i probably had to just fuck around with the options a bit my what i've heard of is it runs really well on a lot (laughs) of different systems and that makes it a good port Mm -hmm. uh, which is true there is a problem, I think, with playing versus mode on PC. It's dead. Like, there's not enough people playing it to be... And I don't think there's any cross because, I mean, why would there be? You have a Nobody a
3: really plays, do they, on Windows? Are oh, the Windows
0: 10 store? No. No, was that... they don't.
3: Yeah, there's so... that story about that kid who was in a refund. I was there, just going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you tell it, you tell
2: uh oh no Go on. Go on. Uh, it was just the the whole story because we talked about it before on the podcast as well like that kid who bought the game on windows and there was no cross play and he went on the game and there was nobody else playing it because nobody else bought it on windows 10.
0: if I cool, correctly wasn't that the even worse thing of uh, if you buy infinite warfare on the the windows store you can't play with the same people that are playing on steam so there's literally it's not impossible at all to get a multiplayer game in that because there's nobody playing it there uh, so that's a that's a big issue. I, I heard you can still play, you can get a co-op queue relatively easily on PC. That's not too hard, but versus you're going to struggle outside of certain playlists. Um, but no, the, I mean, the Windows Store isn't doing well. It's the, Their strategy is actually mm. the same as Valve's was when they first released Steam, which is we're going to force you to use this. If you want to play this game, you're going to have to use this. And right. Origin's done the same thing. Uplay did the same thing. It's not a new tactic. The problem is that. Were
3: well, they doing that back in when sort of Director Drive was about?
0: Yeah, like true that. enough. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Good lord. The thing is, back then we had the same. We shit on Steam in the same way we're shitting on the Windows Store now, but they were one of the first people to try it, so it makes sense that they fucked up originally. Microsoft doesn't have an excuse because they already have several stores they could look at of that are doing it right. So the fact that the Windows Store is as shit as it is is inexcusable at the moment. I mean fuck it. Fuck I don't love the fucking thing right now. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I don't it it doesn't I have to click a more button to even see my whole games list. And I only own 7 <laughs> yeah. Windows Store games. Like really Oh, like I have a variation of Minesweeper. Sorry, uh the store just crashed for literally no reason. Reloading it. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, So I go in the Windows Store. You know what? The first thing I fucking see is Minecraft Windows 10 Edition. A bunch of ads for movie rentals. If I get Lord of the Rings, I can get that for $3.99. What a fucking deal. Thank God. If I want to scroll, I have to actually actively scroll down to picks for you. (laughs) The first pick for me is an app called Pin Steam. What? Lovely wonderful Great. that is perfect uh yeah pin your steam games and friends to the start menu with beautiful tiles using this application <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the, best, the popular oh app on the store is one that tells you not to use the store if i keep going down on the most popular candy Crushes at the top because this fucking thing is also on windows phones and microsoft surface i can get a netflix app you know what i call a netflix app google chrome yeah my browser (laughs) if i actually want to play a game if i want to buy one of the latest games i can't find it anywhere on the front page anywhere i've got to click games when i click games they still don't have a list of the new stuff in fact the top here are the top paid games microsoft windows 10 edition forza 3 okay gears 4 Grand grand theft Auto, san andreas Plague Inc. and the game preview of Astroneer. So half of the new shit, like Dead Rising Four, is their latest game. Where is it? <laughs> where, where is it? It's I can't. I have to actually use the search bar to find it. And if I want to select my library to play games I already own, instead of it just being there immediately and there being a top bar that says library, I have to click the tiny little icon of my dumb face. For my Microsoft user account, scroll down to my library, which isn't even at the top, by the way. Apparently they thought ad work or school account was a more important thing to put on the menu than your fucking software. I click that, it gives me my library. You wanna it doesn't even show me the games first, it shows me my apps. Which I I don't recall actually downloading any of this. Apparently I have my Xbox One smart glass. Where did that come from? I don't recall getting that. I have a Twitter app, I don't even use Twitter. I scroll down, I have a list of games, and there's only five of them there, and one of them's Candy Crush, and I've never played Candy Crush or installed Candy Crush.
2: Oh, thank God. To see the whole lot. You know,
0: it's even better. Once you click see all, it lets you show all of them. It's got a list of games that don't work on your device. As in, the Xbox games that I bought at the start of the Xbox One's launch, including Peggle 2 and Crimson Dragon, are on my Windows Store list taunting me saying it doesn't work here oh boy oh, good lord so you know this is, and you might think it's a little bit off topic but no this is just <clears throat> indicative of how fucking stupid microsoft's approach to pc gaming has been up to this point point. and since they're claiming to actually be taking it seriously i would say that the way that the store is set up is a fairly massive indication that they don't
3: yeah uh i'm looking at mine now and all it is is adverts for sherlock Mm -hmm.
0: sure (laughs) (laughs) i got a bunch bunch of mobile games here i mean i i'll be honest like it's kind of nice that i do have native access to some mobile games if they had fucking clash royale in here i'd be like yeah they don't like they don't actually have any good mobile games on here unless i want to play candy crush if if they gave me native access to that that would be good but like even that is fucking dumb and I don't want to buy music on the Windows Store. I don't want to rent movies on the fucking Windows Store. Why would I want to do this? And the app downloading in particular is ludicrous. I don't... Yeah, I just Google the app. I don't need a store to get a Windows app to fucking use Hulu. I have a browser. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so if, well, yeah, if I were to try and tie it into what we just said, let's just say that... I'm not 100% convinced that Microsoft's decision-making is on the level all the time. I don't know why it is that they decided this game was worth cancellation, but something like Recall, which was a hot mess, wasn't.
2: Right. They're doing, a, they're it, doing
3: a remake of Voodoo Vince. Remember that? What? Remember the Voodoo Vince? Uh, what is, is that? that?
0: I do not. Tell it was, me. It
3: was their second attempt at uh, <laughs> making a mascot for the Xbox
0: really yeah and you're like a voodoo doll and you maybe you shouldn't that's use the word voodoo as part of your mascot if what? you want mass yeah, appeal yeah that's so
2: weird
3: but they're like...
0: remaking it anyway so,
3: so the massive sales it got in the original xbox
0: oh it.
1: my god
0: wow yeah you Microsoft, know, has... Sony's getting crashed he,
1: he looks like it. a wannabe sack boy <laughs> When
3: well, they come up before sack boy
1: so right but like oh, wow.
0: It's always interesting to see companies try and make a new mascot because half the time yeah. they always like fall flat on their face. And then the ones that they never realized would become their mascots end up being that way. I mean, Microsoft mascot is Master Chief, right? Yeah. Let's be honest. I don't know if they expected that to be the case, but Marcus it is Phoenix what it is.
3: is their Link, is their yeah. mascot.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can you can make an argument that Marcus Phoenix is definitely tied into Microsoft. Certainly, uh, yeah,
3: they, uh, so they no, they really try to
0: push blinks, didn't they?
3: Oh, God, blinks. Time traveling cat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my. I'm interested to see what comes out of this Fallout. Uh, uh, Platinum's not dead. We know that. Platinum's still working on near automata, which. <clears throat> Jesse, you've played that and you were pretty happy I, with it, yeah?
1: I loved it. And yeah. This week, someone sent me this. So now oh,
0: I'm good. Shit. Oh, you're going to play. Oh, fuck, man. I i love that, that game man mm. <coughs> i job? love nia it, for many reasons for many reasons uh if hell if you could define the love for a game solely by one song then the song that the woman is singing in the middle of the town that i played the remix of last week is mm-hmm. like tear inducingly gorgeous like the, and the whole game has that like, sense of sadness to it I don't think there's much of a connection between Nier Automata and Nier, but you're going to like Nier anyway, I think. If you like character development and weird characters, Nier is fucking chock-a-block full of that. I mean, it was the guys that made Drakengard, and that game was fucking weird too. But Nier is looking good, but that's a multi-format release, of course. Right. So, I don't know about this one, man. It, a game that looks that good i mean you said it earlier dodger the game visually looked fucking impressive yeah and in many ways games that just look impressive get released even if they do suck just because they can sell on the back of that especially on a console consoles love their graphical showpieces mm-hmm. and microsoft in particular <laughs> kind of needs one right now because the ps4 pro's out and scorpio isn't you know the ps4 pro is capable of a lot more than the xbox one is so it is a, it's an odd decision which I again guess, makes me like, think the only a thing that i can think
2: of on. since um you know we were talking about why not just release it anyway and get at least some of the money back maybe microsoft looked at what they had and said okay the amount of money that we need to pour into this to finish it properly to get it
0: going to a finished is date is
2: probably going to be more than the amount of money we'll get back from it That's that, that true, is
3: possible um, we happy few just put it on permanent early access
0: forever <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, haven't they learned this is the new state of gaming yeah. indeed
0: <laughs> uh, you know what's strange enough is that for a, be, if if scale bound is what you think it is dodger and the say cancer it's kind of a monster like game actually it would work well as an early access format because that's an expandable format you can just like we've got a new area now with new monsters and here's a new tier of armor and stuff that we released people would play that sure I'm intrigued. I'm sure we're going to find out over the next couple of weeks, whether it be official or by leak, that something has gone horribly wrong here. It's here's the thing it's a partnership between Microsoft, you know, the quintessentially Western game development, uh, you know, big monster company now, and one of the most Japanese of Japanese developers with a very specific idea of what they want, who has already had issues with previous publishers. The story. That Larry's probably extremely familiar with of Clover Studios was oh yeah the,
3: that dog thing wasn't it that dog game um,
0: Akami Akami that's it, yeah yeah and the way that that, that went game. down <laughs> it's got a dog in it is yeah it... you know the dog game the most wonderful dog <laughs>
2: he knew
3: what it was he knew what he was
0: <laughs> the Clover Clover made several games which are considered classics I mean Akami probably their most well known but they uh, God Hand oh, is Bayonetta. a col- surely bayonetta is well bayonetta was platinum that was the interesting thing uh that it wasn't clover so but oh. clover is platinum but oh
3: yeah oh yeah they did that uh that that funny dancing ga- uh, that one on the gamecube didn't they uh P-N-U-1
0: sort of pn new One, Oh yeah that was one of the weirder one. ones they also did that uh, they were responsible for beautiful joe and the, oh. the series of those um but capcom basically canned him Uh, Because they weren't selling enough copies and Capcom apparently wanted different shit. And then they ended up...
3: PS2 port of Resident Evil 4 as well.
0: They may may very well have, actually, yeah. It makes me wonder. I was like, hmm, you had problems with... And Capcom is a bit notoriously hard to work with, I admit. But I wonder if the guys, Platinum and Kamehameha in particular, have a very specific idea of what they want to fucking do and they're not going to take orders and shit from a big company like Microsoft. Like I said, I wonder if there's friction there. Mm. um and they just
2: decided it wasn't worth the hassle
0: possibly although they seem to work pretty well with nintendo bayonetta 2 came out it was fucking brilliant it's true and nintendo surely is even harder to work with as a i was third gonna say party, a right? nintendo
2: is uh very well known for being difficult mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i mean people are saying oh well nintendo will pick up scale well they won't because microsoft will have the rights to it they, the amount of money that microsoft poured into it they probably are holding on to several several rights for it Although one has to wonder if you could change up the game enough and maybe take it somewhere else or go multi-format with it.
3: Well, the only other thing is it's either a sort of like a Kojima with Resident Evil um, Metal Gear Solid 5 when they just it's either gone over budget or over time and they need a game out this year because the uh, Scorpio is going to come out and it's going to look terrible when that comes out.
0: Yeah, true. So they uh, need it out this year. Yeah, I wonder how similar situations are because as much as we like to shit on Konami and we have g- there's good reasons to shit on Konami. The thing is that it wasn't 100 percent Konami's fault. It was a lot of Konami's oh, fault. No. But
3: no, Konami. I think Konami is quite professional about what they said. I mean, they kept their mouth shut about why they got rid of him. They just got fed up with him making excuses as to, li- to delay the game. I mean, half yeah. of it's
0: missing.
3: Half of the game is missing. It just yeah, the,
0: the last on. third certainly. Yeah. Um and yeah, and you've got to, you know, games can't have infinite budget. They do have to get finished eventually, and somebody like Kojima is pretty notorious for spending a lot of time and a lot of money on his games. But if well. it's someone else's money, then there's some it's accountability there. a lot of money there. to render yourself compl- uh, several times in a game. a four, well, four-hour ending cutscene, yeah. But... yeah. <laughs> it is it is intriguing. We, we we always side with the devs, I think, in these situations because they're the guys that make the stuff that we love. They're little
3: guys as well. Yeah. Underdogs.
0: Yeah, you you know you see them being bullied by the publisher who just wants profit. The reality, of course, is that games cost a lot of money to make, and especially something to this scale. And they are bound by contracts to actually finish the game in a certain amount of time with a certain amount of budget. If they were unable to do that, then, yeah, Microsoft cancelling is fair. But one has to wonder if there's more to it than that i'm intrigued mm. well, we will we'll find, find out coming out soon yes we will probably find out over the le- next few weeks uh, as to i know there's already a video on youtube that claims to know but i don't think the guy really has many sources so yeah, i'd Nio rather <laughs> so... maybe oh well if it's from neograph yeah they definitely claim to know <laughs> we're all insiders for the industry it's like yeah, yeah okay I'll... sure I'm pretty sure you banned all the insiders to the industry a few years ago for being problematic, didn't you, Gav? Yeah, we'll see. It sucks. Let's be honest. Yeah. I admit to being very biased towards Platinum as a developer. They haven't been perfect, certainly lately. You know, the Turtles game was shit and Legend of Korra was nowhere near their usual standards. But they have made a lot of you know they've expanded as a company and they have kind of a b team and they're kind of responsible for that and the stuff that they made prior to that you know bayonetta is fucking incredible mad world is incredible doesn't get talked about a lot um yep, vanquish oh god i want vanquish so fucking badly on my (laughs) oh apparently liam Robertson from unseen 64 has a video now right i take that a bit more seriously unseen 64 has done some really good stuff over the last few months of digging up cancel games and getting leaks and accurate sourcing for them i need to I watch w- that after after this then
3: i wrote a forward for their book recently, yeah
0: they're good at what they do so i'm intrigued to see what's going on with that that's how that you know planet made a- anarchy reigns that never gets fucking credit anarchy reigns was really fun i love that anarchy reigns is about as close to a mix of power stone and god hand as we could get these days i think and of course bayonet is incredible
2: yeah and bayonetta is a great game
0: oh god it is it, it i mean i think it's of that genre it might be the best that's ever been made hmm. i don't know if ben Bayon- i don't Ooh. know if you can argue bayonetta 2 is better than the original larry do dis- you disagree with that
2: uh
3: i never played the original i only ever played Two. Oh well i've got i've got the original <clears throat> i just never opened it from the package.
0: hopefully you don't have the playstation version because that one ran like crap it didn't even look so much, uh, yeah well. that's the better one if you're ever going to buy bayonetta folks actually you don't even need to do that anymore because if you buy bayonetta 2 on wii u you get the original two which is all which is a fucking great deal and it runs way better on the wii u than it did on either of those other two machines so that's that, that uh, hell that's, that's a better
3: reason... of a than it does on ps3
0: true it? enough yeah that hell if that's a reason to buy a that's a reason to buy a wii u right there because bayonetta <laughs> a 2 a toaster, yeah. Yeah. that's a that's a that's a way to go but i think like that I, I do think that they are platinum are like masters of that genre near automata is that genre as well metal gear rising is that genre bayonetta is that genre and they all do a different a couple of different spins on that genre and that's not a genre that technically like western devs really make it's very rare God a war yeah that's as close as you get but i think if you compare god of war to bayonetta like there's uh bayonetta is fundamentally more complex in terms of its combat system and it's a lot faster too i felt like there was a lot of um weight behind uh, the swings and all that kind of thing in god of war i'll also say god of war is all about like a lot of the swings are really wide you notice you can hit a lot of things at once Mm. in god of war so it's more like you know swing the thing around and hit all the stuff i think there was more precision required in bayonetta there's a little bit less of that I mean it's it's sublime in terms of your play the way you play that game it, it feels so good every move you pull off looks amazing feels amazing which time is super precise and feels great That was a hell of a game
3: What is that that rest and remake of Devil May Cry as well wasn't there a while ago Yeah
0: and I actually I mean I've been on the side of defending that and I think I I still kind of am like I think the the there the were a few team. you're not a fan
3: no, oh, I like, I didn't mind it. I think I did like, enjoy it better than Devil May Cry Four. I bore the shit out of me that game, did. but I enjoyed DMC a lot more than.
0: Yeah, and I don't think uh, for me it wasn't because of the combat system. It was down to the the way that the levels were designed. Like DMC Four had timed jumping puzzles in it. DM, all the DMC games actually had elements of platforming that were a real pain in the ass to pull off. DMC the remake by the Western Company actually had enjoyable platforming. The system with the wings and the grab, the like devil grab and angel grab you could do and the way you could chain those together was really fucking fun. And I got to say, like the level, um, the level after you've killed the, the boss at the bottom of the evil soda plant, it's like the evil drinks company with the demon at the bottom that are infecting people in a kind of very We Live style. The mm-hmm. section after that, the design of that, is amazing. Like it's the, the way that the geometry is all fucking out of whack. There's uh, variable gravity. Stuff's floating everywhere. Visually, that game was really striking. I mean, it fucking humped orange uh, blue contrast as if it were it, well, you know it, yeah. in love with it. But <laughs> there were there was some there were some good parts of that. There. They, they definitely were but for the most part i think it's it's japanese devs that do those style of games and do them well and platinum's probably king of them right now it's a shame
3: they don't get much publicity for what they do as well I
0: mean... not so much they i mean they're powerfully e- they're um popular enough but those genres outside of like god of war being you know the big daddy that sells millions of copies aren't massive system sellers they're a little niche All right, well, that's the news for that then. Mm. I guess we'll find out more over the next couple of weeks. Kind of sucks.
2: Yeah, I'm sure we'll find out more. We will. Over time, but.
0: As to whether or not it will end up being intriguing or just a very boring story, I don't know. (laughs) But One less Xbox exclusive. That's not helping, considering, again, they are definitely losing to Sony at the moment.
3: Like I said, they definitely need something out this year before the Scorpio comes out.
0: Yeah, and none of those games we listed, like Crackdown or Halo Wars, are a huge blockbuster system seller either. I wouldn't Crackdown say so. 2 was disappointing as all hell. It oh just, god, yeah. The original was, was the original, fucking awesome.
3: It's the original game with less features.
0: Yeah, it is. It's on the same map. Yeah, totally true. That and of course, you know, Nintendo Switch is coming out this year as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean,
3: we're not getting um, Zelda with it in Europe at
0: launch. <gasps> yeah, if that's yeah, true, then that's a very so, Nintendo move.
3: Yes, localization apparently. That's because we live in a, a in a region with other languages. We don't get to have it early. I that's mean, bollocks. They could, just, they could just import the US version for us, but no, you know we got to lumber it in the froggies.
0: Yeah, I wonder if I, do, I wonder if that machine will have a region lock on it. Usually they don't. Not for they Nintendo machines. Handheld's yeah,
3: got a region lock now. Mm,
0: yeah i think that they're doing a treehouse quite soon aren't they on the switch i believe that's the plan Mm -hmm. there's not a lot really to talk about there because obviously we don't know yet i assume it's probably going to involve the price announcement there are rumors knocking around at the moment that they're looking at i think what 270 or 250 dollars for this thing hmm the tree house is friday
1: at mm-hmm. 6 30 a.m pacific time 9 30 a.m eastern
2: <gasps>
1: there it is
0: yeah you know. we'll it's... know a lot more at that point
1: yeah we'll. i mean i don't know i don't know what to tell you about
0: no are you are you feeling it are you feeling the switch it, i mean not
1: me but you... i know a lot of people who are
0: <laughs> i That's i'm cool. on board with the notion uh, For me, it definitely wouldn't be a primary gaming machine. I doubt it would take a lot of my time. But the portability means that it's something in my house that I could use for something other than what I use my PC for. And that's kind of the big deal for me. Like, whenever I go to a convention or whatever, being able to bring the Switch with me and then break it out as a party gaming machine, that's a benefit to me.
1: Here's the, The inherent problem I have with the Switch is that being a person in the industry i i will get one to get one because there's probably something i have to play on it that i'll be like i'll make a video but like as a human being i don't know how much shit i could you could just have in your life that's like this hey, so you can take it with you too like okay well you got mobile games you got handheld games and i got your switch and like there's just only so much room in the world for like shit to put in your backpack is like i I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe we should people should just like hang out together and not.
2: <laughs> God, I wish these kids would get off their phones and talk to each other face to face. Fuck.
1: Don't get on me, beginning of the show, Dodger. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I don't know. In back well, of mine, the funny Read wow. the
2: funnies and then talk to one another about all the
1: goofs. I, I guess I guess had they come out and said we're making a really powerful awesome new system and it's just gonna be a console and you're gonna be able to like fucking play some awesome shit on there man would i be happy to see like a cool zelda game or whatever i don't know i don't know i just for some reason the minute they're like it's also mobile i'm like why is uh, everything a gimmick with you nintendo everything
0: yeah they haven't made a straight up machine since the gamecube and yeah. even that took those little, little mini discs you know it's not, not really a big deal that they'd had those but yeah, they, they do seem to believe that the only way to compete and distinguish themselves is to just release a system that has some form of gimmick to it. I don't think that's true. But they have some evidence to suggest it. As badly as the Wii U did, the Wii didn't, and the 3DS didn't either. And they were both considered... The 3DS in particular, there was quite a negative perception of that going into its release. But it's done really, really well.
1: Yeah, uh, look... Clearly, I am not the people, the target audience for this. There's yeah. going to be a lot of, in this office alone. You do attend many rooftop really parties, <laughs> dude. What people to socialize. Yeah, no, I just I just feel like this is one of those things that it would, I see this being a, what a weird thing to say, a divisive console, where it's just, you're either going to really like it, or it ain't going to be your shit, and you will carry on with your PlayStation or Xbox like always. But that's yeah. Nintendo's thing all the time. If you're a big Nintendo person, this is your shit. You're gonna be super excited. And if you're they, not... back to PlayStation. Like,
3: have, have they announced what the big gimmicky Ubisoft game for it is yet? Because Ubisoft love bringing out a gimmicky game for their new. Oh Nintendo my
0: god. Games. I Some I pressure. wonder. I wonder if Ubisoft will be back on board of big support because of how much they threw at the Wii U on launch, and that didn't help them in the slightest outside of Just Dance. But then of course Just Dance ended up being on multiple systems, so. It's sold much better. Still selling
3: on the original Wii as well.
0: I think isn't that one of the places they're selling the most of them? If I recall correctly. Well, everybody's got a Wii, haven't they? Even if yeah. it's covering dust every several months a years.
1: I will say, if you're a parent, this is probably the best console that ever existed. Like, just fucking play this. I'm going for a drive. Like, this is like this is the get your kid out of your face console system, essentially. Just
0: uh, nice and, yeah. Like
2: Put in it- a car. That's like a lot of shit to keep track of in a car. You might as well just hand them your
1: phone. You're already yeah. doing it. You're already doing it. If like, I don't. I know. I mean, it's you could just... let them.
0: It, it's. I thought this is kind of neat that they can. You know, you can, you can split the controllers off, and you kids could play together in the backseat of the car and just play a game together rather than each needing a separate phone or them fighting over whatever device they have. It's my turn. No, it's right. my turn.
2: But where do you put the screen in a car?
0: <sighs> yeah, uh, that's a good point. I mean, unless you have a, you oh, know, I'm sure they'll yeah, Nintendo, we'll Nintendo sell something.
1: that like head headrest like strap, right? Yeah, you know those are gonna happen. Little Mario's on them.
0: Yeah, I mean it's the same issue, I guess you'd have with a tablet. Uh, but in the case of a tablet, you're using a touch screen, so you're already holding it. Hmm. With this, maybe not so much.
1: I just don't. I just don't know that I buy the premise of even in chat, like the system's for busy people primarily. Like, I just don't buy the premise that th- there's a large audience of really busy people out there that are like, man, I just got to play games, but man, am I so busy. Like, yeah. I, I gotta put I my think it's called Japan. Yeah, it? I just don't... Again, you're probably right. It could be just a Japanese thing that I don't, again, will never understand, but Japan never gives a fuck about the rest of the world, so why should I bother to understand? Like one of those things where like, they'll you'll get it eventually west which japan we're gonna do our own shit like that's what they always do so i don't know why i'm trying to figure it out but i just to me it rings the exact same way that when they announced all the steam consoles and this shit they were like this is those people who want to play pc games with a controller i'm like who the fuck is that who is that person this is the exact same thing like you want to play console games but man you just gotta go to a party too so bring it with you <laughs> so who is this person this small niche group like who are these people I like I said, it. it's it's
0: an overcooked machine. It's a two hundred and fifty dollar overcooked machine. That's what it's for. We'll
1: yeah, it we we'll play, play overcooked, overcooked anywhere.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Like, and as I said, it could be really, really fucking good for those indie style um couch co-op and couch co- um, competitive games. Be fucking awesome for that. But mm-hmm. whether or not that's a system seller, I don't know so much.
3: Not I to say. A News report that um it, the processor goes down in power when you take it out of the. Box. Yes. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: i mean that was logical like it, it would underclock to save power and obviously there was a cooling issue as well i assume um i don't know if the dock has a extra fan or whatever in it mm. or, or whatever but yeah if you ran that thing at full power it wouldn't have much battery life and you probably wouldn't be able to effectively cool it so it definitely underclocks when you're not on the dock I
1: just really quickly want to go back to Japan, not giving a fuck about the rest of the world. I don't know if anyone saw this week about uh the like controversy over the near butt photos that exist. Like
0: Oh, the ones know? that were completely fabricated, you mean?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the I just liked how everyone associated with the game just flat out ignored it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> didn't even give a shit. I was like... Actually, it the, the, no. wasn't the one guy heading up the game. Uh, didn't he ask someone to put them all in a zip file so they would be easier to find to and distribute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's the way to answer that. Yeah.
1: I was like, that's how little they... Like, yeah, there's an ass, and it's a good ass, and it's in our game. <laughs> I'm like, I get you. I get
0: you. Yeah. I just, but the, whole, <laughs> the whole controversy was that apparently they rendered an asshole on said ass, but the, yeah. the fact of the matter is they didn't, and that picture was completely doctored. But people ran with it anyway because we live on in a world where apparently anything but, you say on the internet is going to be believed by a certain set of people. So just yeah, but say whatever you want. Say anything. Someone will believe it.
1: It's true. The fun thing was that they just didn't, they were like, even if it is fake, we're not even going to involved. Like, we don't need to prove it to you that there's an asshole or not. It's not, we don't give a shit what you it's think.
0: Fucking massive.
1: Like, what I, that's just how I see Japan now. They're like, fuck it, we're going to do our own thing. If you want to get on this ride, that's cool. But I, I don't claim to understand 90% of what they do. But I know that they're just like, fuck it. Gonna- <laughs> but you know they're true to themselves. <laughs> right? They're themselves. You can't deny that. So, you know, so gonna- I I um, would love to see what Switch does, but I don't know that it's like a console for me.
0: Mm. You got an opinion on that one, Larry? I mean, it,
3: it's, it's going to be the same thing. All these. Uh, all these- you know They announced all these third parties are going to make games for it They're all going to dry up within the first year And all yeah. we're going to do is just take the dust off To play the next Mario Kart Play the next Smash Brothers And then it's going to go back on the shelf And that's, that's it absolutely. That's what every single Nintendo console is nowadays It's a it's a, mag- a dust magnet Until the next big Nintendo game comes out That's pretty much it really So uh, I'm still going to get one Because I'm stupid But, <laughs> but uh, that's what, like I, I honestly I mean,
0: every, every one of them has a couple of games that are worth owning the machine for like i say own a wii u for bayonetta own it for wonderful 101 own it for tokyo mirage sessions and th- those are even, you don't even have to like nintendo games for that i don't like nintendo games for the most part i'll play them if someone asks me to i'll play a game mario kart or smash builders with you i'll suck at it but i don't go out my way to <laughs> but even then there was a few things worth same with the wii Weirdly enough, most of them, again, made by Platinum. You buy a Wii to play Mad World, or you buy it to play, at that time, they had the best version of Akami, before the PS3 release, I believe. Yeah. And a few others. Yeah, there was a few other good um, third-party games on there. But, yeah, as that doesn't, unfortunately, sell a system. You know, you need something a lot more than that. I don't know. We'll find out. Mm. It's just will. going
3: to be another th- first party box though. No, Probably reckon. I'm with you on that
0: You know I'd be okay with that if They for the most part Released a ton Of smaller games for it Like if Nintendo just went okay We're going to make a bunch of little teams You're going to use our IP and you're going to Have some ideas and you're going to make little Smaller cheaper games Using our IP And oh, I don't, like, on- don't
3: like westerners t- Touching their mascots.
0: Oh yeah, I mean this would have to be totally internal, but if yeah. they subdivided their teams down a lot smaller, basically what I'm asking for is them to pull what Blizzard did with Hearthstone, where a small internal team used their IP to make a different game that became a smash hit. Right. Nintendo could fucking easily do that without a problem. They have so much IP to work with. That if they did that and there was like that means every couple of weeks there was something new that was coming out for that system, they could probably get away with it. But with the Wii U in particular, it's been well, the next good games come out in three months. Better dust it off then, maybe.
3: Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> you, you finally get the game, you've realized you, realize you have not charge the controllers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or oh, there's a bunch of updates. At least it's not as bad yeah. as the PlayStation when it comes to updates. But even the yeah. Wii U has to do that.
1: I, I think it. I think that goes back then to the whole like it's a console for busy people. Like if you're a Nintendo fan and you're busy, you have plenty of time to play the next game. Like there's never a rush to get that next game that's out. You don't worry between the next Zelda and the next Mario, you have a good six months to a year to grab that to like find time to play something. I just don't, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. That's just me. We'll see what happens on launch.
0: All right, let's uh, quickly go through releases. Of course, there aren't that many of them. Yeah,
2: I was looking through it, and I don't recognize any of these, I don't think.
0: Well, I mean, it's not a time of the year that's known for a huge amount of releases. Uh, needless so, to- uh,
2: yeah, January 10th, we have Paranormal Pursuit.
0: Hang on a minute. Just scrolling up here. There we go, para. Paranormal Pursuit yes I'm
1: pursuit
2: paranormal pursuit Girl. the gifted one is that it oh it's a hidden object game
0: okay uh
2: next one is peko p-a-k-o car chase simulator
0: <laughs> i'm going to assume that that involves the chasing of cars
2: mm.
0: yep are you a dog no <laughs> it's an arcade driving game this actually um, looks a bit fun like it looks if like it's old
1: grand theft auto like yeah a real-
0: it's a Top down isometric. It looks. It reminds me of Micro Machines and shit like that. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Apparently, you have weapons in your car as well. There's a four player mode. It seems that actually looks like it might be worth playing. Neat.
2: Oh shit! Um, This next game looks really fun. It's called Power Hover, and you're a hoverboarding robot going through like different zones with stuff you have to avoid and stuff.
0: Yeah it it this does look pretty neat actually yeah you're you're on a hoverboard and you're dodging stuff there's a lot of different courses going on there apparently has a cool soundtrack it's six six dollars yeah i can see the appeal of this that's probably a couple of hours entertainment right there
2: this next one i've been excited for it's called never forget me it's a sequel to the visual novel always remember me
0: ah which you did play a ton of which
2: i did play a while back so there's that the game after that is called drunk or dead
0: go on oh I want this to be,
1: it is a zombie game isn't it
0: yeah oh oh it's this i heard about this yeah it's it's a vr game where <laughs> y- you must get drunk while fighting zombies or lose like the and zombie the
2: mo- virus only spreads to sober people <laughs> it says yes
0: Yeah. liver sclerosis of the dead Pretty much. So you're doing the shooting, and there's someone behind the bar making you drinks and shots, and then you you have to turn around and get them, then turn back around to shoot the zombies. But of course, everything's blurry as fuck right. as you do it. You'd, I just you just hit someone with a stool. This looks kind of entertaining. It's a stupor. So. Yeah.
2: Super.
0: Yeah. Stand around and shoot, but. Cool. of okay, neat.
2: <laughs> uh, next game is called Reproduction. Man. I'm
0: sorry, what? Mm. Yo. Oh, this isn't a yo. This you are a sperm. Ah. Uh, You're a sperm with little eyes. That is not what a sperm... In, I, that is not how I would see a sperm. No. No.
1: Well, maybe it's not human.
0: I mean, it's a sperm. Of course it's not human. It could
1: be an alien sperm.
0: Oh, dear. Next.
1: Next one is called Beats Forever.
2: It's a VR rhythm game that looks pretty cool.
0: It It's certainly a visual extravaganza, that's for sure.
2: Mm.
0: It's blinding.
2: The game after that is called Necroball.
0: Please tell me this is like Mutant League or whatever. Uh, kinda. No, no, no this is Clash Royale. Yeah. I think. Bit, yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's just a sort of lane-based defense game. What's it called Necro Ball then? God, I I hoped it was like just the Mutant League football or something. We could do
3: it. We'd write Jew for a new one a name. Y-
0: mm. yeah. Well, there's one in development right. It got it got oh, fixed I gotta, I Yeah. I don't <laughs> know like if it's gonna be any good, but yeah. All right. Well. So much for that. Oh, and it's early access as well. Great.
2: What the fuck? Okay, this next one is called Bequest. It looks like some kind of a horror game.
0: I would say so. Your choice, my actions.
2: What? Um House inherited from his beloved grandmother will lead the protagonist into endless madness.
0: Endless madness. Yeah, Um, it's yeah, it's a first-person walk-around game.
2: Yeah, there's that. Uh the game after that is called Arena Blood on the Sand.
0: VR. Uh-oh. Oh, yes, it's a oh. VR gladi- gladiator game. Is it in first not... person? I assume it is.
1: Yeah, I'm... Why do uh... you gotta fight skeletons? Why can't it just be other gladiators?
0: Yeah, This is a... there's no one even in the fucking arena stands, and you're fighting what? a bunch of... It also seems to be running about two frames a second. That looks vomit-inducing. Don't get me wrong, Like I want a really good melee combat game for VR, yes. but this does not look like it's going to be that.
1: I would love a Gladiator game. Yeah. The next game
2: is called The Land of Dasther. It's a little RPG maker game.
0: 59 cents of RPG maker. Mm-hmm. Yep, next. The
2: game after that is a Nancy Drew game called The Secret of Shadow Ranch. Yo! Jesus
0: Christ, there are actually way more of those than I thought. All right. There are
2: a fuckload of Nancy Drew games. And okay. Most people say that they're actually pretty great.
0: All right. <laughs> one day. Obviously, one. not my thing. <laughs>
2: The game after that is called Stone Age Wars.
0: <laughs> RPG Arcade game where you assemble a team of prehistoric soldiers. Yeah, I think it's one of those. Yeah, it's RPG arcade games, one of the ones where you have a party you know, like that you hit them and then you move on, you hit them again. There's a bunch of them on mobile by the looks of it.
2: The game after that is called Tomb Joe. It looks like it's supposed to be sort of an Indiana Jones inspired.
0: Platformer. Oh dear, that doesn't look very good, does it? Mm. Oh, oh my God, the whip bit. Oh dear, oh. fuck. Yeah, nope. Uh,
2: next. <laughs> next is called Minions, Monsters, and Madness.
0: Mm, story-driven strategy JRPG with D&D-style events. What the fuck is a D&D-style event? Oh no. Rant rolling dice. Oh, those aesthetics new minion doge oh fuck. Out. <laughs> all
1: right
2: next up uh january 11th we have low magic age um I this mean, isn't in english yeah
0: so we should probably just move on it
2: certainly is not the next yeah. game is called illyriad
0: grand strategy forex mmo strategy uh, the uh, that's well it's got, it's got some nice line graphs in it i'll give them that
2: next game is called Assault on the Necrospire. Uh, That's a pretty cool name. kind of... Rogue like dungeon Ro- Yeah.
0: It's a early access roguelike. Yeah. All right.
2: Cool. Game after that is called Space Battle core
0: Another
1: 4X sci-fi game.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hex-based. Real-time exploration. Not terrible looking. I mean, this looks kind of cool. Yeah. This looks like it might be up my alley if they do it right. Sure. Alright. Look we'll keep up that on the radar. Early access, but we'll see.
2: Uh next game is a port from NES called The Legends of Alia.
0: Great. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, that, that sure is NES, alright.
2: Uh and Criminal That's Girls Invite only is finally no. coming to PC. Oh
0: god. Oh. Yes, uh, this game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Does it have any actual <laughs> gameplay this time? Or... i am got to say the screenshots are surprisingly not risque. No?
2: No, no? spanking shots? Uh, to,
0: uh, no, none of that.
1: You have to well, download that separately, I'm sure.
0: This looks like an actual RPG of some sort. Yo-ho. Nonsense.
2: Um, all right, the next game is called Blackwater Bayou VR. Aye. I- there's it's going to be a
1: horror game.
0: Oh, what? right. Why are you not
1: fighting alligators or crocodiles or shit? What
0: the... This does not look good.
1: game after that is called Cold
2: Vengeance. When Canada invades the USA, Sergeant John Dagger must run and gun his way across the ruins of America. This
0: game looks perfect. Like <laughs> the view distance of about five meters. Everything seems to have a yellow haze around it for some reason. It looks like it was made in N64. He's yep. playing this. Oh, uh, next game
2: is called Super Death Arena.
0: Okay, that's an amusing name. Online horde mode survival game. Oh, God, Damn it. Uh, survive and that... get loot boxes. <laughs>
2: game after that on January 12th is Wanderer the Rebirth.
0: Uh, Hang on one moment.
2: A virtual reality hunting action game.
0: This is all on Steam, incidentally, uh, Larry, that we're just pulling oh. these up. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're just we're just p- putting the names into Steam. Uh, sorry, uh, what was the name of the game we were looking at?
2: This, this actually looks kind of cool. Wanderer the Rebirth.
0: Okay. Uh, All right. Virtual Rally Hunting game?
2: Yeah. It's like Monster Hunter, but for VR, I guess, is like what they're trying to why, do.
0: Why would you do a third-person game like that in VR? I don't
2: understand why you would ever do a third-person game in VR, but that's fine.
0: Okay. Uh, I don't know how this benefits from being in VR. Yeah,
2: uh, the next game is called Caladrius Blaze.
1: Sounds like Here it is. like baby's first RPG character.
2: An so- epic tale that begins with shooting missiles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just
0: like all, just like all epic tales, right?
2: Popular tags are sexual content and shoot 'em up.
0: <laughs> sorry,
1: what? I wasn't looking at it before, but I'll give it a chance.
2: It's got it's a bullet hell with hot anime girls like every bullet hell game is
0: yeah there's a, quite a few of those Ugh, I have to um, work for it
2: no. <laughs> the next game is called hell
1: girls I'm cool with this game
0: it integrates gal game gen drops and rpg can we talk about how gal game is a genre that I was unaware of <laughs> I'm so excited that I know that term now does that does that mean game that has anime girls and skimpy outfits. Game that in? has
2: gals in it.
0: I guess I've never heard of that genre. I, I don't think we of I, I, gamers. I don't like, think we should allow that genre to be a thing.
1: I love the gals and I love the funnies. <laughs> <laughs> We're slowly the, the gams on those gals are Yeah.
0: Gam game. Gam game. I'm
2: super into gams.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
2: the game after that is called Flower Design. It is a uh, flower arrangement simulator game
0: sure not, not 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 a genre that's been done a lot
2: no you know and it's it's I gonna
0: I can very clearly send, see why
2: set apart from all of the other games being released right now
0: mm, indeed.
2: Uh, the game after that is called zup three zup apparently there's been three of these
0: it's a physics-based puzzle game apparently there's been three of them there's blocks they fall
2: the game after that is called lucid trips vr experience taking place in planetary dream
0: worlds mm, i mean aesthetically it looks quite nice uh, yeah. to admit, it's sort of a trippy looking exploration game but the, the fact looks of that it. you just
2: see like from here down on arms in front of you is kind of weird
0: <laughs> that's amazing yeah next one
2: next one is called laran l-a-r-a-a-n
0: another sci-fi exploration game by the looks of it
2: cool yeah. Game after that is called Detention. So it's like bound, a little
0: bit. In that it actually does. You're right. Yeah, it definitely has a bound-like aesthetic. A oh, little bit journey. Horror horror game. Yeah. Detention. Det- is
1: detention? Game.
0: Have I? Detention. Why have I heard of Red Candle before? What have Red they Qu- done? That that games that company sounds familiar. Nothing on Steam that I see. Yeah.
1: It is 1960s Taiwan under martial law.
0: Ooh, interesting uh this does look quite interesting
1: it looks very much at least art style wise like uh cat lady
0: mm. huh i'm sure i've heard of red candle before where have i heard that from Yo,
1: this is on the list too this is awesome looking what
0: uh, all right
2: uh the game after that is called unhack 2 it is a uh visual novel what? about unhackers whatever that means yeah. yeah the game after that is called vindictive drive
0: oh yeah uh i think i've got sent a code for this it's a um for some reason it, what is it uh action stealth game mm. someone's revenge against their father the president of the most powerful nation using the most cruel methods at their disposal to do it with like it looks like an rpg maker game but it's actually not like it's <laughs> It's a shooter uh, sort of, and stealth game. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's early access. I don't know how well it actually runs. It doesn't look like it, but then again, maybe it was just filmed badly.
2: The next game is called Boost.
0: Sci-fi a... action sports game.
2: Yeah.
0: Is this VR? Yeah. Room scale VR game. I'm trying to see what it actually involves doing. Standing on a platform and clearing stuff away and bouncing it back with a shield, I guess, by the looks of it. Looks like just VR Pong, for all intents and purposes.
2: Uh, The next game,
3: I'm... I don't know. It's a bit like that game you get on the
1: PSVR.
2: Next game is a uh, RPG maker game called Introvert
1: Quest. Made by the same people who made Tomb Joe, so...
0: Yeah, actually. uh, Amateretsu Software uh okay i mean i think it, it's a let me let me just put it this way like the the games that try and respectfully tackle stuff like that you know social awkwardness introvertness, depression etc cool pretty important to try and do that uh mm-hmm. whether or not this actually does it well is a different matter entirely uh considering he's talking to a horse at one point i have a feeling that they're probably not playing it seriously
2: <laughs> the game after that is called fractal um, action adventure game is how it's listed.
0: Uh, Real time combat in stylized VR vistas. Apparently, uh, I'm not...
3: dazzling dimension of colors.
0: Oh, this is this is kind of neat. Um, the, I mean, the, obviously there's tilt brush already for VR, but the you can you've got a sort of virtual colored brush, and you're able to paint sort of colored fractal designs around. As to what you actually do, other than that, apparently you can reshape the world and the fate of its denizens. That's not really being shown by the gameplay. Yeah, it's
3: not right at the end. Here. It does you're fighting robots. Oh really? No, ah, yeah. just...
0: oh, I see now. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, I can get behind that. Uh,
2: okay, the next game is called Bear Slayer.
0: All I'm right, s- I'm interested.
2: I'm, s- I'm staring at these screenshots, trying to figure out what the fuck you play in this game.
0: It's a what is that thing
2: yeah look at yourself in these screenshots what are you
0: i don't have a fucking clue what that is
2: (laughs) i'm so confused
0: it's apparently about a latvian epic folk hero uh called and i'll probably butcher this pronunciation i apologize in advance to all of our latvian viewers uh like place
3: looks like a super meat boy knockoff
0: it does a little bit, uh, but it seems like they are apparently retelling a Latvian folktale with it. Okay. It doesn't look that bad. I no. have no fucking idea what that character is, as you said, but it looks pretty snappy, and, like, aesthetically, it's quite well-defined. I don't want to play it, because it's basically a platformer with spikes in it, and I hate yeah, it's, those, but... It's Meat Boy, is it? Yeah, very much so. Meat Boy with a... Well, I mean, Meat Boy also had a story, but, yeah.
2: Guys, this next game looks nuts. It's called Rotation Phonology
1: Break. I can't even understand what...
0: how
2: this game is played or what's going on. Yeah, more, same. More
1: importantly, the plot is a simple RPG game telling the story about overturn the government's wrong decision. <laughs> okay, but what does that have to do with fighting weird fruit? What in
0: the life? hell is this thing?
1: Yeah. Was the wrong decision creating sentient fruit people? Because that's what this game is.
0: Yeah, it seems like a kind of... I think several of these are cats. What the fuck? I can't figure out. There's so much happening
1: on the screen. There's nothing simple about this RPG at all. Not at all. What the hell is going on? It might be a little bit plants
3: versus zombies.
0: I I think you may be right, actually. It seems like Mm. it's maybe a lane-based sort of RPG defense thing. But there's so much other weird shit going on uh defeat evil with justice and then a cat slowly rises in the corner yeah all right you, you've got me on board simply on the basis of the fact that you're weird as shit and i just need to know what you're doing
2: <laughs> uh the next game is called rage against the zombies <sighs> it's no it's called dead
0: they're... rising fucking four is what that is um less mm-hmm. raging against the zombies and more rage against the fact that the game is that i have yeah. to say
3: it's originality
0: yeah, I, I do kind of like the aesthetic of this. Me too. Uh, it's colourful. It's got the whole black outline thing, which can be done very badly, as we've seen. But this actually doesn't look too shabby. Waves of various yeah. zombies want to be your best friends, but it looks like you'd prefer to see them dead.
3: These look very much like plant versus zombie zombies.
0: They kind of do, don't they? I mean, I wonder how many like ways you can have of doing cartoon zombies. Um, right. But... I mean it, it looks all right uh it seems like you're just standing in the same place shooting zombies which is going to get very boring very quickly but we'll see it doesn't look too um, terrible
2: the next game is not in english but for any arabic speakers who want it's to cool. play a really cool looking visual novel um there's a game called wojden <laughs> that
1: uh, yeah, is for, coming out but it, it's yeah it's it's all in arabic and it literally says does is not supported in english so yeah, yeah.
0: follow jawad and his family on their quest to find a cure for his illness i mean mm-hmm. th- that's pretty it's pretty neat that we're seeing games coming from those areas yeah that's pretty awesome um obviously it's you know barely going to buy it on steam i imagine but it's cool that we have access to it right
2: um the next game is called alien shooter td
0: Alien Shooter's been around for ages. There's been a yeah. series of these. Um, Alien Shooter TD1 is going to assume is a tower defense tower game. Yeah, it's yeah. by Sigma Team. All the Alien Shooter games are actually pretty fun, by the way. Because, again, they're about shooting aliens, but I don't want it to be a tower defense game. No, I mean, this is every- there's loads of games like this. This doesn't look particularly interesting at all. But- <gasps> Let's
1: talk about the next one, though. Oh, oh is Rise of Shine China coming out? Yeah. Oh, shit.
0: Yeah. Fuck yes. <gasps>
2: Oh my God. The demo for this game was so good. Dude, this game. i been excited for
0: this. Yeah. I played, I, I think uh, I was more enthusiastic for this than a lot of people were when they're watching my video of it. This game is fucking great. It's uh, really cool. I mean, it's not a platformer, but it's a 2d action game. It's got an incredible art style. I mean, fucking look at that. That looks mm-hmm. inc- amazing. And it's set in a, a video game world where video games are real and the characters of video games are real. But obviously they're named kind of different things. So I think you you get your gun from a Link-like character that gets shot in the head by the government at the start of the game. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, And there's a lot point- of really interesting mechanics about this, this. The gun talks to you. It's a sentient gun. And you can get different bullets that will act in different ways. There's ones that you can control, but only if you're inside an electrical field. So you've got to use momentum to get the bullet from the one to the next. It's mm. fucking great. It's really cool. It's coming out now. This is actually like yeah. the the one to look at this week. I think. Yeah,
1: for sure. sure. At one, all you need to know is at one point the dog from Duck Hunt is like an evil villain who chases you around, and it's amazing. He like <laughs> yeah. harasses you the entire level. It's great. What
0: did you?
3: have? Uh, hey, create? Um, gave quotes for how good the game was as well.
0: He did. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah. you know, it's uh, better than my it? shit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, they call it a thinking gun game. Like It's less about your reflexes and more about planning how to kill the stuff because, like I said, you have the different bullet types you can use to do it. Right. Um, And you die pretty much instantly in this game as well. Yeah, keep an eye on this one. uh, Yet again, Adult Swim fucking publishing something that looks awesome. It's
2: great, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The next game is Cemetery Warrior 3, which doesn't look great, but you know.
0: (sighs) Oh, well. Uh, I can't imagine anything called Cemetery Warrior 3 being a world beater. Dynamic Exciting 3d first person shooter with great graphics uh, really i i could
3: advertise having crack graphics I, anyway?
0: oh my god the melee weapon is a chain that you sort of flail very randomly at them it, it, you know what kind of bothers me is like i do want a bunch more like fps that are just sort of more classic kill a lot of shit but everyone seems to do them badly <laughs> that's this unless you're playing doom which obviously is awesome all of, mm. this is not what i played fps for back in the day like the all these animations look terrible and the enemies look awful and stuff it sucks yeah oh well
2: uh the next game is called not dying today yeah, it
1: all looking
0: the same
2: yeah it's a side-scrolling game they like beat them up co-op local co-op multiplayer
0: i mean the trailer's got some really nice like comic book style stuff going on with it uh i mean it looks okay it does look a bit repetitive i have to admit that's an explosive chicken interesting i might have a look at this just because i do like side-scrolling brawlers uh admittedly the trailer is so scatterbrained and all over the place that i'm not sure you know if it actually looks good but i'll give it a try
2: the next game Coming out on the fourteenth is called Arena Hero. It's listed as a strategy RPG, which I don't necessarily see in the footage. No, but...
0: a... no, SRPG is a very specific genre. That's like Fire Emblem, Shining Force, Ogre Battle. This is none of those. Yeah. This looks like a twin stick. It really it does. It does
2: look like a twin stick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, that's yeah. That's odd. Okay.
2: Um, so there's that one. Fluffy is the next game.
0: <laughs> really. You're a furry creature who's afraid of the rain. Needs to get home before it rains. It's a Russian game, apparently. Yeah, it just looks like one of those ultra-difficult platformers. Yeah. Uh,
2: The next game is called Steam Hammer VR.
0: Okay. Steam VR. Hammer VR, the Rogue Apprentice, Rogue Apprentice London
2: 1892.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I <laughs> guess so. Uh, apparently it's a bunch of... Oh, oh my... Uh, so you're fighting a bunch of kind of steampunky clockwork robots with re- weird, cool, steampunky-like weapons. I think it's a stupor, that looks a bit. Mm. But I do appreciate the originality of the weapons. There's some really cool-looking shit in this. Early access, though, so maybe wait.
2: The next game is called D.E.D. Dead. Uh, Dead. <laughs> Dead.
3: You're an Freedom. old Russian bastard from the oh, world. Freak, free to play this one as well
0: yeah
1: you're out to kill people
0: early access and free to play it's an odd combo so it it just seems like it's a side-scrolling shooter by the looks of it Mm -hmm. next next
2: the next game is called irec like i capital r capital e capital c cannot find it
0: uh i found it it's It's, recording software it looks like it's not um it's a first person narrative exploration game apparently about uh, looking at some sort of mystery or whatever i think a mystery well, game.
1: What I found was not that so. No, no, it probably not. <laughs>
2: uh, the next game is called Toledo VR. Become a god and destroy the enemy towers and minions. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, it looks like it could be fun, maybe.
0: I mean, Hard I like the found. idea of like being a god from a godlike perspective, but that's not what I'm seeing here. Yeah. And oh my god, how slow is that character? <laughs> All right, next.
2: Game after that is called Cards of Chaos.
0: Cards, I'm interested.
1: I don't know that this is. What this think- looks
2: adorable.
0: This is not a card game at all. <laughs> Lies. Uh, <laughs> play the right cards at the right times. So I guess it is a card game. Uh, oh, this is a bit Mario Mario Party cross with a card game. Like mm. I think. Oh. Yeah, you you play mini games. To yeah, it is it is a little bit of a Mario Kart, Mario Party esque kind of game. All right. Next.
2: Uh, and then the final one is called Hellphobia.
0: Hellphobia. I assume most people have that particular illness. Uh, Ten levels of, yeah, top-down shoot-shit game. Bulks of it. I think that's about it. Why do I have a feeling that there was... It reminds
3: was... me of um, oh, that game on the PS1.
0: Uh, Oh, Loaded? Loaded, that's it, uh, yeah. That game was <laughs> slow. That was a cool idea, but yeah. Yeah, it does remind me a bit of that. I feel like we're missing something like kind of big that wasn't on that list. Really? Maybe for a console or something?
1: Not sure.
0: I know the reviews for Gravity Rush 2 just came out, but I think that's out next week, uh, isn't it?
1: Gravity Rush 2? That's yeah, not we'll out like...
0: tomorrow, is it? I don't think, right? Not that I worry it. Almost I'm certain there's something coming out tomorrow.
1: Uh the eighteenth it says.
0: Yeah. That comes out on the eighteenth, but there's something else. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just mistaken, but I thought there was something something coming out tomorrow for a console. I don't guess know, not. bud. Yeah, I don't No, guess not. Don't think so, anyway
1: uh yeah rise and shine is the 13th just rise and shine right and uh Hatsunamiku project something or is, is january 10th that's today if anyone must have seen Hatsunemiku, wants to dance but uh oh 2064 read only memories is the 17th yeah no that's it there's nothing out right now
0: oh, wow. no nothing too big all right cool oh. excellent so rise and shine, then. Basically, pay attention to rise and shine is the answer yeah. this week. I think that's that's the one that looks like it's going to be pretty damn good. Oh yeah, Come and Dra- Xbox One as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Eight is also coming out at 3DS, I believe. Finally, I think that's it. All right. Well, uh, I would instead use the opportunity to maybe catch up on some stuff you've missed over the last few months. Like I'm going to, for instance, do that with Hitman.
2: Mm, good call.
0: Yep, I haven't got what around to playing that yet. It's finally done. Yep, the new one has finally actually finished its episode, so I'm going to play that I think over the next week. That sounds like the way to go. But that about wraps us up for the show, folks. So without further ado, Mr. Larry, what can we expect on your channel over the next couple of weeks, and where can we find you?
3: Uh, well, I am over on YouTube.com forward slash Larry. So
0: I got a. Got do you actually part. have Larry? I do. Yes. Wow. That's yes, a that's a high value name that one.
3: It is. It's uh, basically as a uh, you can get vanity addresses. If you yes. find an address of something that's banned, you can ask your YouTube network if you can
0: nick it. And... Yeah. Right. Yes. You got Larry. That's impressive. Yes. Cool. Uh, what's coming I up?
3: Uh, I am doing some more fact hunts. The next one is going to be on five games consoles that are literally rotting away. Ah. Oh. Okay? So basically, uh, these are consoles which probably will not exist in the next ten years. They will
0: just don't work, they were rot away. Uh so is the Dreamcast gonna... on that list or is the fact No,
3: that... no it's not on the list. No.
0: I remember the issue with that one screw that you had to screw back in every couple of years, otherwise it would uh keep resetting the machine. But I guess that still works, as it were. I
3: remember that one, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if we get the air vents clean on that one, it's gonna work fine. But yeah. I've got one console on the list that's the power supply it comes with is so dangerous it's literally going to catch fire. So whoa every every single one
0: yeah what oh what that, d- that that's
3: really bad like <laughs> yes basically yeah well and it's also going to fry the system as well when it goes as well so lovely
0: I- i'm hoping that that won't happen where it's unplugged no it won't when it's unplugged when it's plugged in and switched on as uh you can
3: sort of limit it as long as you turn the machine off first before unplugging it and stuff right like that. okay but, uh basically it's such a cheap shoddy chinese knockoff Power supply—they got in for it for it to make cheap. Oh, they are literally going to blow soon So that's going to—that's
0: not good at all. uh, yes. uh Yeah, fine. so maybe watch that to make sure you're not going to blow your house up.
3: Yes, this is being so a that's... public
0: service announcement. Don't be too upset, Jesse. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on the show today, Larry. Much appreciated. Oh, thank you very much. I'll see you again in three years. Indeed. Uh, Jesse, <laughs> what's uh, coming on? What's going on in your channel the next week or so? Jesse? Oh, Hi. me? Yeah, you. The only Jesse in the room.
1: Sorry, I didn't hear my name. I thought you said Dodger. Uh, look, we are working on creating a very fun video about if I was put in charge of changing Final Fantasy 15. So that'll be coming shortly and more scary game squads coming on the pipeline. And this weekend, expect some multiplayer mayhem and green light videos to come back. So we're ramping things up. Cool.
2: Me? I mean, yeah. <laughs> um. Hello, Um. Well, we've got the rest of Last Guardian going up in big VOD chunks. So if you are interested in watching that, go for it. Uh, I recorded a new Welcome to the Fandom gonna pilot out a new show hopefully this week and um yeah if you're around tonight and you like manga you should tune into to manga pod we're reading a manga called gabriel dropout that's about an angel that comes to earth and then realizes that video games and manga are awesome and becomes a total shut-in piece of shit
1: <laughs> okay. and it's
2: pretty great so if you'd like to watch that you can find it on twitch.tv slash dexterity bonus at 7 30 p.m tonight
0: very cool Pacific time All right, pretty much wraps up the show, folks. Thank you very much for watching the Co-Optional Podcast. We'll be back most likely at the same time next week, that being 3 p.m. Eastern, to be found here on twitch.tv slash TotalBiscuit. If you missed any of the show and you happen to be watching live or just catching the tail end of it, if you're subscribed to the channel, you can watch it instantly right now on the video section of twitch.tv slash TotalBiscuit. If not, it will be released as usual on Thursday on YouTube, iTunes, RSS feeds, SoundClouds, and all that good stuff. Big thank you for watching the show. And again, if you're watching live and you haven't caught the deal over at Chrono.gg/tb in support of the Prevent Cancer Foundation with Games Done Quick, the System Shock Pack, which is System Shock Enhanced Edition and System Shock 2 for $4. on over there for a key for that if you so desire i would like to support a little bit of charity and scare the living hell out of you. We're done. Thanks a lot for watching the show, ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye.